On Draft Podcast is recorded live in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, Matt, and Angela. Everybody, happy Friday, and the damn intro is still playing. So, welcome Come on, you to know the... by now how long our intros are. I, you have to. Hey, and I had it right. It just, it just for the first time ever, it actually repeated, which nothing ever repeats on this board. It was the first time I ever had that happen. But anyway, welcome to the Better on Draft podcast, episode ninety-eight. Almost there. I believe we have. Devin Taylor of the Detroit Lions. In <laughs> Did you just look that up? No, I kind of knew it was. <laughs> I was. I, yeah, I thought you would have had a player that would have been just completely ready for us, and then you just it, no. I, I knew it was. I knew Devin Taylor was number ninety eight. I just couldn't think of anybody better at the moment. <laughs> I, I know there's a, there's a basketball player in my head that I know wore the number ninety eight, but I can't think of it. But I, wow, it's like a Bison Daly or uh, Eric <laughs> Bison Daly. One of those giant irrelevant <laughs> fucks oh. like Rick Smiths or something. <laughs> Rick Smith. <laughs> <laughs> like like Greg. What number was Greg Ostertag? Oh. Probably Jeez. zero as 50? well. Uh, was that Robert Parrish? Wasn't he zero? Oh, a lot of people were zero. <laughs> that dude, that dude could just have the championship in his hand and he wouldn't smile. Robert Parrish? Damn yeah, right. I know. Because he never, never smiles. It's because he's a crypt keeper and he, <laughs> his muscles are older than his bones. <laughs> Good lord! I think he might be the ashiest person I've ever seen in my life too. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, winning a championship, you do go from ashy to classy. So, <laughs> all right, all right, Larry. Ah, <laughs> better run back and take out the garbage before Sheila knows. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, let's let's you know completely go off the rails already. That's that's not bad. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing well, Rob. How are you today? I'm I'm doing okay. I see you brought in your your customary Verners. But yes, the dyed Verners to yes, cleanse the palate. Yes, which that still does not make any sense to me at all. Uh, that it cleanses the palate, or that it's something to drink on the side. I mean, that it cleanses the palate. I, it does. I, yeah. All the bubbles. <laughs> Wait, the, 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 you like the diet burners too. Oh yeah. I don't need all that sugar. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> just shit kill just you the bad. Ke- just just the bad sh- chemicals. I'm, I'm trying to keep my sugars down. <laughs> just, just the. I, mean, I might die 20 years sugar's sooner down, from drinking it, but <laughs> there we go. Give me that aspartamine, if you. <laughs> But I'm I, I feel like I'm drinking the back of a Victoria's Secret pair of shorts because I'm drinking what? juicy, juicy. <laughs> what? Yes, I see where you went there. You know those booty shorts that you see at Victoria's Secret that girls wear? Just says juicy. Oh, or I'm love. like, what are you? What are we even getting to? Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, by Juicy Couture. <laughs> okay, this is not. This is why you guys have me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank, this is why we keep her around. <laughs> right, right. Women's <laughs> fashion. So references. we don't get sued for uh, referencing <laughs> yeah. the wrong company. <laughs> well, I don't think. That. This is so we're not like better on misogynists. Were they going to haul us into court and said, "Hey, yeah. you fucked up. Yeah. I want money because you mentioned these are my Levi's Jinkos. <laughs> <laughs> come on, denim gods, come after me." Uh, Angela, how's it going? I'm good, thank you. Good. Let's see, we're 
We are our, our matching and our founders shirts today. Big announcement. CBS is coming. Yeah, well, yeah, we will be talking about that without a doubt because that was definitely hitting all over the place today. Uh, what you drinking over there? I, I am also drinking a Juicy uh, because I traded Matt a Juicy for a Boss Tweed, so I have a Boss Tweed sitting in front of me too. That's a- You should shotgun it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I still think we no. Need to you should. That'd be to, a great know, time. So we get okay. That. So this is dated. It's so like, it's about a month. Um, and I noticed that they finally corrected on their label the Azaka typo. I'm kind of sad. It went. They from, did a typo on their label. It, it said Azaka. Now it just says Azaka. But it's all right. <laughs> that Azaka. I've got collector cans. The juicy Azaka. The juicy Azaka. I'm right. Uh, put some Azaka in my boss to eat and make it right. on a screwdriver. <laughs> Straight off the love boat, the extra special guest in here, Dan. How's it going? Extra special. Yeah, straight <laughs> off the fucking airplane. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Do you, like, literally have the world's most airline miles this I do. I do. Like, yeah, I was pissing people off this morning because I fly Frontier a lot. And I boarded before the people in the wheelchairs because that's mm. how, like, yeah. Damn. <laughs> I was first on the plane this do you just have, Do you just carry, like, a Frontier uniform at this point? Just get no. on? Whatever. <laughs> That'd be sweet, but <laughs> I sit in a cockpit, actually, when I fly out. <laughs> I mean, how does that – I mean, because – I mean, since you've moved, I mean, you've obviously you've been on a couple – I mean, quite a few times. But it's just dealing with that, that time change from jumping from – It's not the time change coming out here. Yeah. It's easier to come out this way, at least for me. Most people have trouble going west. I have a hard time coming east. Um, or I, Let me flip that. Most people have a hard time coming east. I have a hard time going west. So when I come out here, it's actually pretty easy. Like I was up at 4.30 this morning, but – I'm at work usually by six anyway, so right. it's not a big deal. Oof, goodness. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> That's six Pacific. Y'all are doing whatever. Yeah. I'm still, yeah, <laughs> and, I'm still um, considering my brunch options at that point in time. Well, yeah. and, and well that's different. Yeah. I, I always I always envy Arizona because they don't have daylight savings time. That is true. So yeah. but the worst part is coming up when we switch back to mountain. When the time changes uh, and like you try to watch T V and it's on so late because of the time <laughs> yeah. And it's the one to, bad thing. And you get to watch football like nine in the morning. We do. We do get yeah. to end. And like, like six in the morning. But it also gets dark at like four thirty. Right. There's it's like the only thing I can think of off. that that's really the big pain in the ass is when you want to watch Monday night football and at, at four PM. Yeah. <laughs> right. Monday night football at four PM. Yeah. It's like kids but you are know, still in school. But you know what I won't be doing? I won't be shoveling snow. So <sighs> True. Get ready for that. Shoveling snakes and locusts off your lawn, though. I mean, and, scorpions, yes. <laughs> yes, you still, you still need to spray for scorpions every six yes, months. Yeah. I, my, yeah. My dad goes through that every <laughs> twice a year. He's, he's got to spray for scorpions. Your dad's in Chandler, right? Uh, no, he's in Gilbert. Close he used to be yeah. in Ch- he used to be East in Chandler Valley, and then and then he yeah. moved yeah it's yeah same county different tax rate. Well, the county's like nine thousand square miles <laughs> it encompasses like half of Michigan if you put it on top of it it's so. such a pain in the ass that every city has to have their own tax rate it's like yep. okay I want to go to Target but if I go to Mesa I'm paying eight percent but if I go to Gilbert I'm paying six percent yeah you're paying ten right yeah, like the hell well, that's, I mean. If you go on the other side of eight mile, you're paying a do- uh, like property tax wise. You're paying an e- or income tax. You're probably paying an extra. We're cent. talking sales tax. So. Yeah, it's fucking so yeah, yeah. So it, from cities, most states are out like that. Like you go to Chicago, it's like mm-hmm. that too. Or oh. Chicago has more weird stuff. But anyway, we do have guests in the studio today. If our guests would like to start from one end or the other and introduce themselves. 
I'm Kyle Malone. I'm the uh, founder and brewmaster at Ozone's Brewhouse. I'm Mike Rogers. I do sales for Ozone's Brewhouse. And I'm Katie. I bartend for Ozone's. And that is probably as much as we're going to get out of Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Before we started, got started, she was pretty much adamant. adamant that she was not speaking and then just completely went into sign language on us, which... <laughs> Well, yeah, l- let her finish that boss tweet and see if she slides. Yeah. That'll loosen it up a little, <laughs> yeah. a little bit. <laughs> talking. A little bit. Po- Hour two on. is going to be on. I have 9.2 love just kind of <laughs> right. going hard. Right. All right. So, Ozones, when, how long have you guys been in business? Give us the backstory. Yeah. So, we have been in business for just over a year now, actually. We celebrated our one year anniversary on August the 12th. Um, so, we had a pretty great time with that. We uh, released a. Uh, one of the beers that I believe some of you guys actually have in front of you right now. Yes. Uh, Le Quad Art. Very good. It yes. is an 11.5% Belgian quad aged in four roses barrels. Oh. That's a tequila barrel, isn't it? Not quite, no. but. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would make sense. I'm thinking tequila rose. I don't know why. I'm, I'm not smart. <laughs> tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Just disavow the next thing, the next two hours. <laughs> now, the, the, the four roses is, is definitely. Um, has, Made some some quality stuff, and I know that. Ooh. I think with I can just smell this Bell's like, Black Note. I think they still age in Four Roses, and, and that is definitely part of the reason why I like theirs so much. This this is pretty damn tasty. I am enjoying it. Yeah, no, thank Whoa. you. So, oh. Love that beer, just massive flavors. You know, plum, fig, raisin, mm-hmm. caramel. You know. It's kind of doing like a, a speed bag with my uvula. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your what? <laughs> that, that, you, the little bit of the little bit the of that the hang yeah, it's, yeah. it's your uva. It's kind of like kicking it right in the face. <laughs> so where are you guys? Uh, where are you guys located? So we are in uh, Old Town Lansing, and uh, Old Town Lansing is about five minutes north of the capital. It's uh, was an old part of Lansing. It was kind of boarded up and left for dead about twenty five years ago. But now it's uh, back, and there's a lot of cool, really local shops there. A lot of great little restaurants there. Um, of course, we're there now, which makes right. it even better. <laughs> but it's uh, very artistic, kind of very eclectic, and we kind of love that area because it really kind of fits the beers that we do, which is just you know a little bit different, and you know try to do some things that not a lot of other people are actually doing right now. Yeah, yeah that, and I mean, you guys have a lot of. I mean, there's obviously been a lot of breweries that have been springing up in the area. Um, I think actually the last time I really looked at anything in terms of Lansing is like at that time there was probably another five breweries that were still popping up. Um, I mean, probably you guys included, uh, but we've got um, obviously Ellison, um, Old Nation. Um, and I think there's still, you know, a couple. I mean, how is how has that been with with having that brewing community in the area just kind of spring up? I think it's definitely actually helped us out a lot. I mean, you know, before we had all these breweries here, I mean, the only real brewery in the area was Eagle Monk for the longest time. You know, so, I mean, having all these breweries just really kind of helped to build the craft beer culture in Lansing. You know, Lansing was so far behind. It, you know, it needs the help. It needs the boost. So, I mean, the more breweries that are there right now, it, you know, the more people we can get into craft beer, get educated on it. It just, you know, seems to be helping everybody out at the moment. Yeah. So how did you get into to craft beer or just beer in general? Oh, so this goes way back. Um, so my dad actually started home brewing when I was probably four years old, uh, nice. way back in 1993. And he'd been doing that for a long time. Uh, my sister and I were actually his bottling line when we were kids. We thought the uh, <laughs> we thought the capping tool was really really cool, so yeah. <laughs> we always helped him bottle his beer. And then uh, you know, got older and you know started to get curious about brewing myself. So when I turned twenty one, my uh, dad officially taught me how to brew, and I may or may not have sat in on a couple brews ahead of time, just <laughs> observing and learning and taking it all in. But once I was twenty one, officially learned how to brew and. 
you know, the whole thing just kind of snowballed from there because as soon as you start homebrewing, you know, all your friends have to drink your beer and then more and more people <laughs> know you have beer. Then you have to take your beer everywhere, which then, of course, means you're brewing even more. And right. Very quickly, it's a snowball going downhill out of control and it's just going to roll and roll and roll. So <laughs> so at what point did you realize that you could make a career out of this? Oh. Or are you not making a career out of this? <laughs> <laughs> so it is a career. Fortunately, all my money that – be coming to me seems to go right back into the brewery at the moment. Um, you know, just kind of upgrading, expanding, doing new projects. You know, trying to create a better customer experience for our customers, and then uh, you know, also adding some more seating. I know, you know, Mike bartended for us for a while. You know, Katie bartended for you know, still bartends for us. So I mean, on some of the nights, you know, we still see people who come. They walk in our front door, they turn around and leave right away because they realize they're not going to get a table for an hour and a half. <laughs> wow! So we needed some of the table space and. You know, so part of that was, you know, just relicensing our driveway so we can actually have people uh, drinking out there now. And so we'd put fencing up around that, buy tables and all that fun stuff. That's so awesome. So you have a full food program too then? We ourselves do not do food. We have a guy who does uh, wood-fired pizza right outside our front door though. Oh. Uh, Detroit Frankie's wood-fired pizza. It's truly the best. So it's uh, quite nice. I know some people don't really like having to walk outside, but quite frankly, it's about six or seven steps from the door to his setup. So... <laughs> Turn your slip in. He'll uh, get your pizza started and bring it on into you when it's ready. So, so uh, is there a batch of beer or a specific beer that you brewed that got so much attention or call from your friends that you realize this is something that you need to do full time or m- devote more of your, you know, energy towards? Yeah, I think the um, we were going up north to my buddy's cottage for the Fourth of July, like we always did, and you know we were all supposed to bring food up. And the time being, I was horrifically broke. <laughs> but uh, I did have quite a bit of beer. <laughs> so I asked my friend, I was like, hey, you know, instead of bringing some food and stuff up, you know, can I just bring a couple kegs of beer? He's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so the two beers that I took up there, I had uh, Magic Hat Number 9 Clone and I had uh, California Common. And I think we finished drinking those within about the first four hours of being there. Oof. Um, <laughs> don't worry, there was about thirty or forty people helping out. There wasn't just five of us just going yeah, like at it. Five so. Still two gallons a person. Yeah, that's still quite quite well. Yeah, so I mean, at that point, you know, it's like, all right, well, we're already out of beer. It's like, you know, maybe maybe there is a future in this. So, <laughs> I see. So, Mike, how have you been involved? You said you've moved into the sales manager role. So, where does sales take you? Are you still focused in the Lansing area? Are you going all the way up to? Mount Pleasant? Are you down here in Detroit? What's what's the it's, plan? It's uh, right now just Lansing, but in mid September we launch into Metro Detroit. Uh, we awesome. just had a couple ride-alongs in Romulus. Um, oh, that's a fun area. Last two days. It's a really so, fun area. Yeah, yeah. There was plenty of like, I'll take you here, but I'm going to avoid all the strip clubs that we have to take you to. I was like, okay, well, thanks for it's that. It's like eighty percent of Romulus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was quite interesting. <laughs> Airport and strip clubs. That's right. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So Is we're going to. Did he tell you why he wasn't taking you to the strip clubs? Uh, he just said it wasn't worth it. Uh, I disagree, but okay. Yeah. I think <laughs> he wants to put the best foot forward and some strip oh, clubs. Right. I mean, hey, the, the first rule of flight club. Is. The first rule of flight, flight club. club. <laughs> I think it's Subies over there. Isn't it? <laughs> it's Subies. Heard a lot about Subies. Yes. Yeah, that's that's about as far as you want to get. The yeah. landing strip over there. I, I don't think that exists. That's, anymore. Oh, is that gone? Yeah, that's that's by dating that's myself. Gone. I think that, they've all gone. changed like five different times. Subies is Southgate. I passed Henry the Eighth multiple times. Yes, <laughs> over on Merriman. Yeah, oh, Middle Belt. Right? A little piece of me died each time we drove by it. <laughs> it was that depressing. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, that place is kind of rough. It looks. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that, that, that yeah, that's 
Arrested Romulus, wonderful if they're listening, by the way. Arrested <laughs> Romulus is fantastic. <laughs> I, how does, like, as an Easterner mm-hmm. in you know, Metro Detroit, I only go to Romulus if A, I'm leaving the city on the airport, mm-hmm. or B, I'm a hostage in someone's trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it's always been A in this circumstance so far. Unfortunately? Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Wait a minute. <laughs> right. You want to be a hostage. All right. So how did Romulus, of all places, and Taylor Tucky, I imagine, adjacent with E-Course, <laughs> come to this random brewery out of Lansing that they've probably never heard of? Uh, we use Westside Distribution in Lansing, okay. and then there's Westside Headquarters in Romulus. So really spent most of our time in surrounding areas, not really Romulus itself. So what's what's the sales pitch to for, for Ozone Brew House? What's you know, what's different about you than the other what eight breweries now in Lansing and the ones that are just popping up all around two seventy five Ford Road, Dearborn area? Uh pretty much every brewery's got a killer IPA. Old Nation's got Boss Tweed, M forty three, Ellison makes their living on hoppy beers. Every brewery in Michigan's got a great hoppy beer. We love our hoppy beers as well, but our flagship is a cherry vanilla amber. Real nice. cherry juice, real vanilla beans. We hand split open eighty six vanilla beans every time we make the beer. That's our flagship. So that's the first one. They read the description. They're like, that's weird. Can I try that? Give them a sample. I actually really like that. It's got a big spectrum of people who like it, non-craft beer drinkers, people who love beer. And so that's the first one gets in the door. And then they're like, well, let's try the other stuff. How do we not have that here? Yeah, well, it's did you the, bring this? It's in the fridge. Do I have to go grab it? I want this kind of right now. Let, yeah, it's short. in the fridge. Actually, let, let, it, let it chill. Rob's like, let it chill. get up. I mean, hell yeah. I'm, I'm not going to complain. Rob's like, let it sit around. <laughs> let's, oh, oh, let's drink it later. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sipping on the barrel. I'm about right to jump yeah, over the table and let go. But for Oh, go ahead. I guess this might go. You guys might have different answers for the same question, but what was the concept behind going cherry amber as a flagship as opposed to a blonde which is mo- is typical or you know as you said an IPA is was there I'm intentionally going to do something different to catch a crowd or is it you know everyone likes vanilla and cherries let's you know play around with it and see what we can get well I guess what's the strategy behind well, it's kind of both of those. Um, so, I mean, one of the things that we were doing is, you know, we were getting ready to open the brewery up. We knew the cherry vanilla amber was one of the beers that we wanted to make and have at the brewery. But we're making all these test batches and stuff, kind of trying to dial the recipes in, dial in all of our procedures. You know, so the more and more people are drinking the beer, the more and more everybody's telling us, you know, this beer is awesome, this beer is great. You know, and the more and more we heard that feedback, it's kind of like, you know what, this, this is probably going to end up being our flagship beer. You know, and then sure enough, we opened the place up, and it wasn't up until probably about a maybe two, three months ago that our IPAs actually overtook the Cherry Vanilla Amber in terms of sales in-house. But the Cherry Vanilla Amber, it's still uh, by far our best seller in terms of distribution. So go figure mm-hmm. your IPA took over. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> like, we still hear it all the time. Into that? Like, <laughs> yeah, we still hear it all the time. You know, people come in, it's just like, I'll take your IPA, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, just whatever. give it to me. Now, do you have yeah. a clever name for your Cherry Vanilla Amber? Kryptonale. Okay, so keep it away from green stones. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, I guess. Yeah, no, it's the you know it's the kryptonite because I guess it's the kryptonite of the beer drinker, the craft beer drinker to be. Uh-huh. So 
There wasn't really a whole lot of things that went into the name of the beer. I'm pretty sure I was drinking pretty heavily when I came up with that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you, what you're saying is you didn't like focus group that one. No. no. <laughs> Go figure. Why don't you hire Matt Bush? He'll no. come up with a better name <laughs> right away. Matt, Matt and his names. Hey, so, that would be great. I mean, the hardest part of brewing any new beer is naming the thing. So if I can call somebody to give me names. <laughs> you know what? I might be your guy on that one alone. All uh, right. But, yeah, don't ask me to clean anything. That's that's my uh, that's my Achilles heel. You say don't clean anything? Yeah, I don't clean like, things. Uh, well, you don't have to with naming. Yeah. I, I know, but, like, in the beer world, I don't want to brew beer because that means I would have to clean you do. beer. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna be the QA slash, you know, artistic guy. But so I can't you, draw. So it's literally just going to come up with a name. verbal. That's why you should just never brew, period. Because yeah. even at home, you have to clean. Like, well, that, he just said that. That's why he'll just name If my fiance is listening, no, I don't clean ever. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. No. No, absolutely not. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. We won't, we won't get into that. I'm sorry, honey. I'm sure you're cleaning right now, to be honest. <laughs> well, she's a laundry well, machine. She's, yeah. she, she's fantastic at laundry. Although I think this short. Fantastic at laundry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this shirt is getting a little bit smaller. But hey, I can't complain. I, I wear the hell out of Could it. Could you possibly getting a little bit bigger? Actually, I lost like six Ooh. pounds this week, Rob. Thank you very much for noticing. It, I mean, it's. it's... What the fuck? <laughs> wow. So. Ozone. How many how many taps do you guys run on a regular basis? So where's this other beer we had? I know, don't mean to cut you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's right next to you. Found it. I found You're it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we have uh, twelve taps inside of our tasting room. We've got eleven beers on one cider. Um, you know, one of the other things we try to do to be unique in terms of our own place as well is we actually run two different brewing systems. So we run a seven barrel brew house to brew the mainstays, the big seasonals, and then a couple of the big specialties. And then we've got a one barrel pilot system back there just producing new beers that we can kind of roll out, roll through them really quickly, you know, see what people like. Another thing, too, is just really just keep the beer list changing. I mean, I, I've never been a fan of going into a brewery and then like, oh, great, you've got the same beer list as last month and the month before that. You know, so we like to bring new beers on and, you know, keep it fresh and keep it exciting for people coming in. So, yeah. And, I mean, that, that's kind of one thing that we always talk about is that, you know, we always bring it up that, you know, the craft beer drinker is the most disloyal person, absolute fan of, of anything. They're like the Boston Celtics of, of loyalty. Well, that's kind of true. <laughs> but there's there's a lot of lot of beer. So, I mean, how how long do these when when you have these beers on? How long do they usually last? Uh, well, like anything, it really depends on the beer. I mean, we had a we had a few of them that uh, you know it was kind of a love it or hate it type of beer and. You know, you'd go a couple days without selling a single one of them. Then all of a sudden, you would sell 40 of them in one night. <laughs> so, I mean, nope. some of those things, they would last for maybe six weeks or so. But, you know, a lot of the big hit ones with those, they're only on tap for about two weeks. Is there a beer that you brewed and you thought, hey, this is going to be a real big hit, and then it just died? Like, you, people just, like, lambasted you for? Um, nothing that people just really truly hated and were like oh my god this is terrible and awful it's just stuff that didn't sell very well um you know one of our original uh, mainstay in house beers was uh called the walkman wheat it was a lemongrass wheat and you know personally i thought it was a great beer perfect drink on a nice hot summer summer day and for whatever reason it just did not move at all we did try a star anise amber that people who love black licorice like good and yeah. this loved. actually sounds amazing just went yeah you would go nuts for it the other 98% of good people despised <laughs> it. Despised it. Well, they're not real beer drinkers anyways, obviously. They don't drink uh, black licorice beers. Yeah, they don't drink anything. Well, if you tried black jelly beans, I guess that's got to be the next thing, right? That I don't likes. like black jelly beans, so. 
Well, nobody likes black I licorice. I hope not, but if it'll sell. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Right. Apparently, I'm in the 2% here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would You're love gross. to drink that. I'm always, I always called you 2% Kyle. It's like absinthe oh, yeah. in a beer <laughs> glass. That'd be amazing. So, do you have anything still uh, kind of sit, sitting and resting that you guys haven't released yet, or something that's kind of in the back of the head that you're thinking about playing with, but you haven't quite, uh, you know, mashed in yet? Yeah. So, we got a bunch of stuff we're still working on. Um, I mean, nothing's unfortunately sitting in the barrels at the moment. Since we did just empty those out a few weeks ago with the LaQuad Art, um, we actually need to get new barrels in. So I contacted our uh, provider for that and said, I need some more. Make sure they're here start of October. So hopefully we'll get those in. But uh, I should say it's not too unpopular for me to say this, but I guess uh, we're going to probably take a stab at brewing a couple uh, Northeast IPAs. We haven't really done one yet. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everybody <laughs> seems to be doing them. So. Are, are they selling, though? I thought they were just kind of sitting on shelves. Yeah, that's what I saw, too. They're collecting dust for yeah, the most part. Yeah. So and, and not refrigerated. So speaking of dusty, <laughs> are you guys doing a pumpkin beer? Speaking yep. of dust, yep. wait, what does that even mean? That was a professional segue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have, have you seen a six-pack of shipyard sitting on the shelf? I have. All the time. You say about the pretty, pumpkin head? All the time. it's pretty damn dusty. Yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> see where we're going there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with the uh, pumpkin ale, it is actually going to be our uh, fall season. It's called Pump Trickin'. Uh, we just did a really small batch of it last year, but we're actually getting ready to order all the ingredients probably on Monday to get this thing brewed. It, and I, go, I mean, out. they have to go well in-house because people do come in. They want that. They When it gets cold out, the leaves fall, they need a pumpkin beer. So yeah. Well, they only want it until Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, it's past <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's gone. Well, then like, maybe, it needs to be gone. Maybe sprinkle we never some need cinnamon to see on that top and call it like the holiday spice. Or yeah, yeah, winter ale. <laughs> 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 Put like a sugar rim on it. They won't know the difference. You know, you could, <laughs> if you just cut, if you just cut the, pota- or the pumpkin out and put sweet potatoes in, you could go through Thanksgiving and just call it a fall beer. Because I know Rob would be. Rob would we'll drink a, it. A sweet potato. Are we? What are you trying to say? Wait, well, hold on. Is, is Rob committing to drink all of this right now? Yeah. Are, are we getting Rob an on-air an on air admission here? Have you not said how much you like sweet potato pie? I absolutely fucking love sweet potato. <laughs> <laughs> and did you say something about a sweet potato cheesecake at one point? Because I, I make one. So I make, exactly. I, I so make a sweet potato would, bourbon cheesecake. Would you not think that it would be better oh, to put up a, a sweet potato beer over a pumpkin beer? Hell yeah. And maybe in a bourbon <laughs> barrel? Ooh. Sweet potato rye. I mean, I drink that all Rob, year. you drink it. You don't even have uh, to think about it. You drink it. I drink it. I'm like, I'm debating between sweet potato bourbon and sweet potato rye. Come and Thanksgiving. I'm, and I'm, I drink it both. Two and, variants. And I think because of odd side in their sweet potato souffle. You got to you change I, it up, though. You can't just do the same thing over and over. Remember? That's what these gentlemen are talking about. You got to do something different a little bit. Yeah, stop keeping be, your menu be the disloyal. same. What are you doing? Be disloyal. That's a good beer. You're CBY right now. That's all you got to be. Either yeah. one. You, you give me a keg and I'll, I'll, I'll blow that Just give me a keg. So, <laughs> do you guys usually, do you brew a lot of seasonals or is it just whatever you're feeling in the moment? Yeah, no, we do brew a lot of seasonals. We do uh, one big seasonal per season. Um, so, I mean, right now our summer seasonal is the uh, roller culture, which is a cucumber colch. Oh, nice. So that's just uh, oddly refreshing. It's also in the fridge as well. We'll have to grab oh, some later. Wow. Yes. <laughs> what are we doing right if now? If we only had like a bartender at the table, I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> Dan, you have absolutely had that. He's beer. gonna. <laughs> did I? I may have had it. Yeah, I probably did. Well, you that's did. right. You did. You liked yeah. it, as I recall. Oh, I'm sure I did. Right? <laughs> what? I don't. I don't think Dan's allowed to drink light beers. I think. No. I... You weren't at the summer fest. I was running on two hours of sleep, drinking everything. 
Ken told me not to drink everything, but I drank everything. And yeah, like the, yeah, the first like the first thing we had an was hour. Griffin Claw yeah. Flying Buffalo Hazelnut. Yeah, I mean, so I just like all right, first beer, all. let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> then I gave you that DKML. <laughs> well, that was at the end of the day. Like, like, what am end. I doing this at the end? Like, yeah. <laughs> but I drank everything. That so night. talk. You, we or have that a, afternoon. We cracked your imperial style, right? Is that what? We yeah, did? that's what we yeah. just passed around. And yep. it was asked so what's this called? So this is the uh, Black Roses. This is the Imperial Stout aged in the Four Roses barrels. Black Roses. I like the name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. a good name. Great. So <laughs> what kind of flavor notes are we are we talking in this? Uh, it's delicious. What, what, it's not overpowering, which I love. What's the ABV on this, sir? Shade under 10. Yeah, this one's at 9.8. Uh, so. Nice. So a lot more of the f- beer flavor as opposed to, like, booziness? Yep. Yeah, we don't want any of the beers to be too boozy. Um, you should Consider that before you gave that bourbon barrel because that's all. I, that was great. <laughs> it, it's good. Right? Like wow, that's yeah. one of my favorites. Well, it's yeah. only a small yeah. container, so I mean it'll be gone soon. Yeah. <laughs> we killed half. Angela of it. says she's gonna chug it after it. the show. Yeah. Well, she's yeah. gonna shotgun that. We're gonna put it in a can, and <laughs> it might not make it that far. It's, it's already halfway gone. <laughs> I'm up for the challenge. Nope, challenge accepted. <laughs> so, what do you guys have? Do you have any? I know you just celebrated your one year. Do you have any events that you guys are planning on doing? Any? I know you're rolling out here. Are you going to do an event down in Metro Detroit to roll out your beers? Yeah, we're looking at a launch party. Uh, trying to choose the venue right now, though. I'm not sure exactly Like where. a launch party out here? Yeah, Metro Detroit. We're not sure nice. where. Yeah, good. wherever we think it fits the best, wherever it's good for them as well. Are you guys awesome. sticking in Oakland County? Or, or I'm sorry, not Oakland Wayne County. Wayne County. County, for the most part. Or are you guys going to roll out to uh, Wayne or Washington? Oakland, or I, I don't, Oakland. I don't know places anymore. <laughs> living, uh, living, so, are you guys going to get the whole metro area, or are you just kind of binding off county by a, at a time? Uh, so it's it's not even all of Wayne County. So it's part of Wayne County, part of Washtenaw County, and I think part of another county too. It's uh, I have to look at the territory no. map again. Embarrassingly enough, to remember all the cities that it's actually going to be going to. Livingston would be right? north right. of Washtenaw, yeah, like in Fowlerville, Howell area, maybe. Um, I don't think we go all the way to Howell. Um, I think we are Fowler... on at a B-dubs in Howell. Oh, nice. nice. I stand corrected. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you get to Mocone County, we know a place where they could head up to, possibly. Bro- where? Uh, Brown where? Brown Brewhouse, right? There you go. That's that's <laughs> Macomb County, yeah. It's, what's <laughs> that, like 35 mile? 26 Calm, mile. Yeah, pump your brakes. You're going to miss it if you drive up to <laughs> like, 35. Is that a real road? It's 35 <laughs> mile road. It goes up to 37, I Actually, believe. 38. Oh, 38. 38. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if I drive to 35 mile, I pass So it make by, like, sure at 27 and a, 26, 26 and a half. Twenty six in it. You take a sharp. You don't even know. How do you not know? <laughs> if I don't know, but y- and you don't know, she just clicks her heels and yeah. she just shows up. I there. go there. I drive there every day. I can drive there in my sleep. <laughs> we don't barely at twenty seven miles. Listeners are better on draft. We do not recommend you drive in your sleep. No, nope. this is a PSA. Do not yeah. drive in don't your do sleep. that. Yeah. And it's always drive responsibly. You, you may not make it safely. Yeah. So if you are listening to us, please wake up. <laughs> Don't be asleep. Oh my god! I don't uh, know what happened. Yeah, I, 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 have, I have. This no turned idea. into a disaster. <laughs> now we're are we off the so rails? So when yet? you guys when you guys launch distribution, we're gonna you're gonna have the cherry vanilla amber. You're gonna have what else is gonna what else people are gonna be looking for on tap? Yep. So we're gonna uh, the Kryptonel is gonna be the main one, of course. Um, our totally awesome IPA series. Right now we're on uh, totally awesome number four. So basically the base beer on it stays the same. ABV is going to stay the same. Malt bill doesn't change at all. The only thing we're changing out is going to be the hops. 
So number four is hopped with Citra and Amarillo. So it's got some nice kind of orange grapefruit flavors, kind of grassy flavors as well. Um, you know, some of the great, you know, one of the things we try to do with the Totally Awesome number four is we really focus on hop flavor and aroma, not so much on the bitterness. So we do big late additions on it instead of, you know, early boils. So you're focusing on more of the juiciness as opposed to the bittering of the beer then? Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's still got a decent bitterness to it, you know, like any IPA is going to, you know, and like not like a Northeast IPA, but at the same time, you know, we, we want to focus on the hop flavor and aroma to it because, I mean, it's, you know, quite frankly, it's what I prefer. So yeah. selfishly, I got to brew it to what I like. <laughs> How is, I guess, if you've done four of these, I'm going to guess, what, was one of them more successful than the other? Have this, there been a standout of the four that you've built? Um, they've all been really good so far, I think. I'm not sure that anyone has really sold so much better than the other one yet. Because um, well, everyone just comes in and says, give me the IPA, and they don't really care what's <laughs> yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, pretty give much. Give me your IPA, or all your IPAs. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that happens uh, rather frequently still. Yeah, so. of course. No, I mean, we're on number four right now. We're going to go back to number one here in probably about a month, month and a half or so. And that one's hopped with Centennial and Chinook. Um, the goal really is to try and get ourselves onto a set schedule where we're bringing the new one out every three months. So you got four of them, bring a new one out every three months for the year. Is that to kind of coincide, like, marginally with seasonals where it'll be – more palatable in the summer, more sessionable, and then harsher in the winter time, or is it just whatever you guys are playing with at the moment? Uh, it's pretty much just gonna be whatever we're playing with at the moment. So I mean, you know, the four that we've done, we're not going to change the hops from there. I mean, we might tweak a couple little, really minor things with the recipe in terms of you know how we're hopping it, and, you know, when the additions are going in. But other than that, it's not going to change much. Are you fruiting any of these? Nope. We are not fruiting any of them yet. Um, we did actually have a couple of gin barrels from uh, New Holland in, and we put some of that into uh, some of the gin barrels and let that age for a little bit, and that came out just fantastic. Was that number two or three? Number three. That was number three. Okay. <clears throat> so are you going to be able to keep up with your barrel-lid cooperage? Is that the proper term? By, are you going to always have barrels for your number three, or is that just going to sit on the wings until you get barrels again to call it number three? Oh, yeah. No, we, I should probably clarify it. Say so we uh, – when we actually made that beer, we just so we made the you know the totally awesome number three, and when we were transferring it over to the bright tank, we just uh, we only had you know two fifteen uh, gallon barrels, you know, it just gave us one barrel of you know total for this thing, and uh, we just transferred a really small amount into the barrels to let that age for a little bit, and then we transferred the rest of it in the bright tank. So it basically, just gave us two different options for the beer, and it was actually really cool having the two of them on tap right next to each other, just you know kind of compare and contrast what the gin barrels actually did to the beer. You know, people really tended to like that a lot, and. The gin barrels and the IPAs, it just works like it's a beer. It's just it's bursting with just so much flavor, so much going on, and oh, just amazing. So, Maybe Mike, what your what your tap handles look like? Are, are they just your standard big black rods, or are you doing something different with them? <laughs> oh, wow. you something? So, what do they look that, like? That could have gone a, a different way. Yeah, I got some pictures. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. like, what's a tap hand? Is it going to stand out? Is it? Yeah, I'm it spells go? ozones vertically. Uh, and a lot of people confuse it for a wrench for some reason, but uh, like a, like a socket can, wrench. Yep. Yeah, we can pass this around. <laughs> this is our, our tap nails right here. Yeah, so you can pass around. But for the people who can't see the picture that we're passing around, yeah. uh, so it's I actually the, like these. They're pretty. Yeah. So it spells out ozone. Don't sound and then, so surprised. Uh, you know, the ozone molecule is a ozone covalent bond. So we've got that on the tap handle as well. And I think that's why people tend to confuse it with a wrench every now and then. Yeah. But it does look. It, it does kind of look like a. I'm not gonna lie, but it looks good. I love. Yeah, it's it's yeah. easily recognizable though. It's and not it, obtrusive, it'll be very but you can to see yeah. who who we are. So, are you sciency? Is there something about you that like ozone is clearly you know sciency and you know 
technically like atmospheric, if you will. So Chemicals is there and enzymes and yeah, shit. and like yeah, it's like the ozone hole in the like. So what's the story wherever. behind ozone? Or yeah, there's the, a, there is nothing sciencey behind the name at all, actually. So my last yeah. name is Malone. My dad and I are the two owners of the brewery, and in high school, his nickname was Ozone Malone. Now, no one will exactly tell me is the he exact tall? reason. No. Okay. He's only six foot, so. Okay. So. The only reason that people will tell me Did why. Did you go to school with the Lilliputians? What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what is going on? Wow. Not sure where that came what? from, but okay. Shut up. I don't even know what you said. <laughs> the small people in Gulliver's Travels, the Lilliputians. Oh, goodness. Oh. See? Wow. You're more learned than I anticipated. <laughs> there he goes. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, he did not. He went okay. to just a normal high school, but... Uh, from everything that my grandma has uh, been able to tell me, or will tell me, I guess, is uh, it's because he lacked focus and his head was in the clouds, which I can only assume means that he partied a little bit too much. Um, but no one in the family will seem to confirm or deny this. <laughs> I don't mind. So even, yeah. <laughs> even his friend that came up with the name for us won't confirm or deny. It's like, you know, my brewery's kind of named after that. It'd be really great for me to know this. Right. I will say he's confirmed it to me. <laughs> okay. I've, I've heard him at festivals, and he just straight up, I partied. Uh, okay, that's yeah, good just, to know. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. doing family therapy here at Better yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just check out with our secretary. That'll be $200 yeah. for the hour. Oh, goodness. Oh, that's a bit pricey. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kyle, um, uh, basically, I guess talk about when you had first started brewing. What, what was the first beer that you brewed? Uh, first beer I brewed was actually a brown ale. Um, good call. Say, embarrassingly enough, it was just a clone recipe that was in one of the uh, homebrew books that was at home. And, <laughs> you know, from what my dad was telling me, he's like, well, you know, your first beer, it's not about, you know, designing your own recipe or doing anything. You know, it's about getting the process right, making sure you can produce a, you know, the least decent product. I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay. So, but no, it was actually ended up being a pretty good brown ale. And, you know, I'm, I do actually have plans to try and find that recipe. <laughs> it's somewhere uh, in the house. I just need <laughs> to dig it up and actually recreate that and put it on tap at the brewery because I think that'd be kind of cool to do. Yeah. Ken would be, uh, I know. Yeah, I wish Ken was that. here right now. You br- brewed a brown for the first time. Ken would like, be yeah, really, really flipping shit that. right now. The brown right. ale was my first homebrew, too. Was it? it was a, we used nice. a bunch of maple and Oh, my God, like up. a maple brown? Yeah, we screwed up, and it became like 11.5% brown. That was supposed <laughs> to be a 7. <laughs> we screwed oh, up we, we kept adding maple, <laughs> looking for maple flavor, not knowing the yeast is just shoot like, just I mean, that's like, hey, guys, we screwed up. It's only twice the <laughs> amount we were looking <laughs> I, for. Yeah. That that's just sounds like a, a happy accident. Yeah. Yeah. Mean, yeah, it didn't taste good either. That's the other thing. Could have ended uh, up like half of what you're looking yeah. for. Did it like yes. was it just too boozy or was it just like it was just not good? It wasn't <laughs> at all. So, the process was not good. I we, bet you drank it anyways. Oh, you? I drank all of it. Every <laughs> <Yes>. last drop. <laughs> I yeah. made it. You never right it. It cost fifty five dollars. Yeah, I got exactly. fifty beers. I drank every last exactly. drop. Exactly. You hell yeah. drink that. I mean, you must have at least learned some great things to mix it with, right? no, I'm just drinking straight up. <laughs> Almost twelve percent. Yeah, wow. Add some Jack. Don't or need something to, to add I don't need jack. more booze. Add some Jack to my beer, please. <laughs> the problem wasn't the alcohol content; it was the flavor. We got to add some Jack to just. Are you a secret mixologist that we don't know about? Uh, I'm a secret a little bit of everything. Huh. He's like an onion. Yeah, peel back the layers. I, wanna, find I another actually want to yeah. push the layers sense. back together. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. <laughs> want to know less? Maybe I'll wrap you up in some cheesecloth and just like. <laughs> I'm, bl- I'm just blooming. Good luck. <laughs> that is that is 
is so wrong. <laughs> I don't even know what just happened. I, I know. I, I have, we, we went out back. From, we, we went from midgets to, <laughs> to, to uh, Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> it's a great program. Uh, unpredictable as always. Com- completely, completely. Really? No. Come on, Rob. You're supposed to keep this thing together. Yeah, I'm trying to keep this thing together. And you, you keep so, derailing. You normally keep, I derail it. You're, you you're throwing like, in all this like Dennis Miller crap. It's like, <laughs> like I'm watching Monday Night Football and I need Wikipedia in front of me to understand what the fuck he's talking about. So has there been anything at the brew house that... I guess we call happy accidents. Like it wasn't meant to be good, I but you're gonna say happy endings. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. <It's> not... <laughs> well, I we just had uh... three growlers delivered, so this is gonna be fun. Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know what just happened. So, is there anything that that you've brewed that you accidentally went the wrong way on and just turned out to be? Um, not yet, really. I mean, yeah, so far so. we've met, gotten been pretty good to most of the time get what we've actually intended but uh you know one of the ones i'm really excited for we put into kegler this week so it'll be coming out uh hopefully relatively soon is we got a blood orange hefeweizen Ooh. and uh, killer it's i think the so best the be- yeah really the best way to describe it is like drinking a tropical fruit smoothie because there's just there's so much banana there's even some pineapple in there mixing with the blood orange and nice i mean i'm i'm really excited to get that thing on tap and yeah, my uh my assistant brewer eric he was the one who actually made the thing he's like Man, this thing is so fruity and juicy. We could just call this our Northeast IPA. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. We will, we will definitely talk more about uh, the going into the Northeast IPAs. But we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with the Better on Draft podcast. <laughs> and we are back with the Better on Draft podcast, episode number 98, as we were just getting into Sublime Smoke Two Joints. Yeah, he smokes two joints after he smokes two joints. Love that song. But then what does he do after he smokes those two joints? I, just I want to know, too. Two more I joints. Taco Bell. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are still here with our guest from Ozone's Brew House. And, of course, it is segment two. So we are going to get into the news. Beer is Robert with the Beer News. I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I, I have I have news music now. <laughs> it's not the hard copy generic. Yeah, I, I know, I know. But I it's mean, not Nick stuttering into the microphone Ken, either. Yeah, Ken good. created it, so I was going to use it. Actually, before I was going to get into it, there was one thing I was I was uh, going to mention that that kind of happened this past Tuesday as I was I was doing trivia on, at the Ashley's, and they just happened to have Jaden James peanut butter. Uh oh, that's on, my favorite on tap. I was like, okay, definitely, you know, give me a glass. And April, the bartender, she says, well, somebody's been mixing it with something else, and they said it's pretty good. Do you want to try it? I was like. I, I don't know what the hell are they mixing it with. Is it Rubeus? Probably PBR. It was Rubeus. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. not it PBR. Not PBR. So it was half Jaden James peanut butter stout and Founders Rubeus. And I gotta say that was some good shit. Really? It was good. It that was. was it's very sweet, and it's pretty much. It, it kind of has that um, uh, not your father syndrome where it's just it's good. You catch them sugars. Ish. You catch them sugars. But you catch them sugars. Exactly. And it's just one and done. That's and probably the only way I would drink Rubeus, just because it's too sweet. Have, but have you I mixed lo- it with Backwoods Bastard, though? That's no, amazing. Backwoods? Because when we had Kevin on, it was Dirty well, Bastard. But the back rub is the Backwoods. You're talking about the dirty rub. The yeah. back rub is what? the Backwoods is Rubeus. Ooh. Though that, that, that is that one I have not, That good. one I have not done. What is a back rub? These guys are like, what the <laughs> well, hell are they? Backwoods so, Bastard and Urbeus mixed together. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Oh, it's really good. good. It 
shockingly good. Now the, the, it sounds inappropriate. The, oh, the, yeah. It's <laughs> called a back, back rub. I was, that, uh, that's yeah. the back, the dirty rub. Now that one sounds a little bit a little bit more, you know, don't we, could, we could make it even more inappropriate, but I'm not going <laughs> to I'm really curious oh. on that now, but anyways. Now we have to know. So, you yeah. can't say that and then not say it. Right, let's, let's not go back <laughs> to They're going to mix it with fruit wood and call it a front rub? <laughs> <laughs> and that is why Matt is our name generator. <laughs> Well done. All right, so I'm going to get to a couple things. Obviously, the the crazy thing that just popped up on all the boards this uh, this you know from this morning uh, and on today is that it looks like founders' uh, apparent worst kept secret has now pretty much become true, and that they are making plans to release CBS this year. So let me touch this first because of where I live. I have a different perspective. You know what I'm talking about, especially. Yeah. We've known this for a couple of months. That That's coming there, and I can still go buy KBS right now if I want to yep. off the shelf. Will Cases. you buy us all the CBS and mail it back? I can, actually. I'll pay shipping. No, it, we really can. But so you guys are going to be lining up. If you guys really want this, we can make this happen. So it kind of shocks me that you get this is a worst-kept secret. We've known it for two months in Arizona. Yeah, a lot, no, no, it's, a it's, lot it's of people have known me. it. We just yeah. haven't really talked uh, about it. Right. I mean, okay. probably, I mean, it's been speculated since they launched their series in the beginning of the year. That C- We're talking modeled with, CBS. Yeah, yes. they would, fi- they would finish off with that. CBS. So, right. Yeah, so I guess it's just kind of shocking that people didn't know out here just weren't talking well, about it. Well, they made we've their known it. public announcement, though. That's the news. Right. And I guess that's they're, terrible they're, news. They're but. basically they're they're obviously still not commenting on it, but uh, apparently the artwork for the label came out, and the artwork essentially looks like a pretty mountain. much I- identical like a to. Mountie. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a mountie <laughs> on a horse, and and basically it's the the same label that oh, they essentially totally used when, when it was first bottled in 2011. <laughs> so I mean, not much has changed on it. Obviously, they just put the the barrel age series on it. Um, hopefully that is something that was that came out from founders. It is not just somebody who just took the old label and just photoshopped the Barrel Age series logo on it. What are they going to put Sidney Crosby on it instead? Oh right. my god! Yeah, that that would. And be- I so, would buy every bottle and throw it in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess for us novices, what the hell is the difference between the KBS and the CBS? Maple syrup. Maple. So that's it. Canadians. You make it sound so simple, but it's so brilliantly amazing. No, because at the end of the day, and I I might sound like a jackass saying this, I'd rather drink a dragon's milk than KBS, BCBS, Bourbon County barley wine. All of them are not as good. I think that Bourbon County is like top dog. I can go get you five bottles of each right now, and they are not as good as a dragon's milk that I I drank earlier today. I love dragon's milk. I love New Holland. And and they kill every beer I just mentioned. I don't know. uh, And I know you've got the the one key thing that you always look for when it comes to barrel age is consistency. And, and, and we've dra- talked about that before. We've You've said about the that. same thing before. It's it is that, absolutely right. That has a consistency. KBS changes from year to year. And sometimes, like the year before, there was there was more coffee, and then this year it was cherry more juice. chocolate. Is that and, what you're missing? Yeah, and then Coonan stepped in, and all of a sudden fruit. there was cherry juice everywhere. <laughs> I just see what you did there. <laughs> Thanks, man. As, as I, I, I thought, we declared that joke officially dead. <laughs> no, it's still funny. It's hilarious. It's, well put. It, it, it works in well put. It, it, it works, yes. It, I it, it, to, just to bring it back. It, it works there. It works It's like there. the Bob Seger of jokes. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, he is closing out the palace in September. So One last rest, ride. Rest in peace at the palace. 
I guess. <laughs> so much for uh, what is it? Five championship drive. No, three. Well, like seven three. championship drive. No, no that was five they because they counted WNBA no, they, as well. Yeah, 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 until they left to Salt Tulsa. They didn't change the name though. It was <laughs> right. still like no, I think yeah. it's just I think they counted the Vipers championship in that <laughs> too. There, it was pretty high at the <laughs> oh, number. <laughs> the Vipers. <laughs> so we'll we'll see what kind of news, what more news we get out of out of founders on this one. But it's, I guess so. This is a big deal. It this is, is like I for I mean, like I said, it's it, it hasn't been bottled since 2011. So, but has it Kevin DeVries has offered to bring his bottle, and we told him no. Uh, yeah, of what he has. Is this is it available on tap from time yes, to time? From time, time to time. Yeah. Every, every once in a while, should you get there at the right time, and suddenly you see one of the bartenders run out the back with a Canadian flag, then you know CBS is getting ready to be poured. You need to get your ass in line. Other places too. In Ferndale, they've poured it at yeah. the Public House. Ferndale last yeah. year. Per, so public House, random um, places. Like Ashley's that. has had it, and yeah. I remember the uh, a friend of mine and I. We went to Ashley's that day, and it was absolutely nuts. It had two lines going to both bars. And then it just turned into shit because one bar ran out first. Oh, Lord. And then the other people that were sitting there in line basically had to go to the end of the other line. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. You know, that, that seems actually hilarious to me. Yeah, it was. It if, was you get, if you get your rocks off over just some, all, some beer. All from maple syrup in a beer that you can get without it. All right, so some guys, <laughs> can you ever imagine having such a release at your establishment where you're Fanning yeah, I'm curious about this answer now. <laughs> uh, God, I can only hope so. Uh, well, you want the line, but oh yeah, well I which mean to have sweet. to have that much hype after a beer though, and you know so many people who want it, and so many people that they just go absolutely crazy for it. They wait in line for it. They go anywhere to get it. I mean to have something like that for a brewer, I mean it's almost the dream. I mean, is that something? That's something that launches you in like the stratosphere and just yeah. so completely ups you. Now, is that something that you guys, like, attempt at, or is that even in the back of your mind, or is it just kind of like if it happens, it happens, and then you'll kind of pay attention to it? Uh, well, I mean, it's definitely something that we'd love to happen, but, I mean, you know, we can brew a lot of great beers, and realistically, it's up to the public to hype them up and actually get it to that point. So if somebody knows how to hype that beer up to that point, uh, please give me a call. I was going to say, you can't aim to do that. You just got to try and make a good beer, make a good beer that everyone loves. You can't aim like I'm going to make this the next big thing. That that's going to fail. Well, I mean, and, and, good... well, well, they. But I mean, as far as I mean, when you look at the beer boards, when you look at DAC beer, EMCBE, or, or you know any of the other ones, that you know they were essentially they were the hype crew for M43. But hold on, but is, like, if these guys, like, if you guys made a beer, are you like, oh, this is going to be the best beer ever? Or are you just trying to make a good beer that everyone will like? You can't, maybe it's my opinion, it's wrong, but you can't shoot to have this beer like, oh, this is going to be, like, the top beer, like the top Northeast IPA. You can't do that. You just have to try to make a good beer. And maybe everyone likes that. You can't do that where it's like, oh, this is going to be, like, the best beer of all time. And that's going to fail every time. Well, I mean, speaking as a brewer, I mean, it's for me, it's totally different. I mean, you know, it's, you know, one of the things I have to do is I have to be able to like the beer that I brew. So I'm going to brew a beer that I'm going to love. And hopefully go. everybody else is going to love it too. So you're not yeah. shooting to be like, oh, this is going to be the number one beer in America. No, this is a beer I love. And hopefully everyone, well, am I, mean, we're I always, approaching it wrong? We're always just shooting for that. But I mean, it's, <laughs> it's up to everybody else to really decide and make it up to that point. So I mean, as long as at. I love it. 
As long as I love it, then it's good. good. Just That's... make it a limited release, and then everyone will go <laughs> And crazy you'll have a line around the corner. Corky yeah, Cage yeah. bottle, 750s, right. yeah. $40 yeah. Yeah. a bottle. Make yeah, sure you number and sign the bottle. And sign the bottle. <laughs> sign the bottle. And they get a picture with you for each bottle. You never know. I mean, those signed bottles might be auctioned on eBay in five years from now. I mean, you kind of, I mean, you yeah. could even go back to, to like drafting table. I mean, they were basically a year in, and they put the mean vanilla bean in bottles, you know, which just so happened to be the same damn day as the No Rules release. So, you know, I had to pick. And, you know, Drafting Table ran out. They, yeah. they completely ran out of bottles. I was in line at 6 a.m. Wow. Damn. Oh. <laughs> How much you love beer? <laughs> that's a, and that's a drive for you, too. Everything's a drive. I'm all about, that's like I'm 42 all mile <laughs> and gross mile. Like, I don't even know. But you know what she passed on the way over there? She passed it to the liquor. She passed it to the liquor. Right. She passed it to the liquor. Right there, Rutgers Road, just south of M59. Yeah, Say there hi we go. To Jack and the crew. Well, just Gus and Jack. And yeah. And <laughs> as always, you know, you go in there. You go in there, you say hi, you become a regular. Oh, uh, well, he just doesn't let you out. Yeah, yeah Jack doesn't let you Speaking leave. Speaking of yeah. party stores, do you guys have plans to can or bottle? Or are you, is you guys, are, is you guys, are you guys, <laughs> is you guys, is you guys, is you guys, you guys going to bottle? Be you folk only on the tabs? <laughs> uh, so for right now, we are draft only at the moment. Uh, we do have plans to start canning. Um, basically, we got to finish up getting our labels. And, of course, we got to go through the process of getting label approval on that. And then we think get the to mobile, Michigan. Yep. <laughs> and then we get the mobile canyon line out there to actually do it. Um, we'll probably do some bottles and stuff as well. And you know the stuff that we do in bottles, it's only going to be special beers. You know, we're not just going to put a beer in a bottle just to put it in a bottle. I mean, it's going to be barrel aged. It's going to be different. It's going nice. to be special. You know, like when we do those special bottles. I mean, initially, I think we're probably just going to only release them at our own tasting room, and you know, the cans will be more widespread. But I think for the bottles, you know, according to what everybody's been telling me, is just uh, just release them at your place and make a big deal about it. So. All right, so I just cracked this uh, Crypt Nail. Oh, my God. I'm getting a lot of vanilla from it. Is it, it. not good? Get, just, it's a lot. I think it's amazing. It's, yeah, it's uh, a little less cheerier than I thought, but it's I'm getting a lot vanilla. of it. Very vanilla, very smooth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost like, yeah. a, like a cake frosting kind of I love it. Smoothness. Yeah, just kinda, I love it. I killed my cup already. Kind of from, and, you know, from me being more of a, you know, a baking background. and I absolutely, This is something you like could bake the Two shit things out of. That, yeah. that I absolutely love is, is that using vanilla and... Any recipe that calls for cinnamon using three times whatever the recipe says because I'm a cinnamon <laughs> freak. Uh, but the vanilla is is definitely it is on point. It is it is really enjoyable. It's pronounced. And, and I mean, I, I love it. I would screw around and I would actually make brownies with this beer. Nice. Would you like to sell oh. some at the brewery? <laughs> I think that yeah. Might do you need a, a spokesperson for the beer? I think you have one. <laughs> we you just got we a job. Post a better undraft bake sale. <laughs> Ooh, we go. I don't know how wow. that would turn out. <laughs> wow. Wait a wait a better undraft bake sale. You got to bake with your favorite beer. <laughs> you know what would change this up just a little bit if you use tart cherry juice next time. It is a tart cherry juice, okay. actually. Thanks, Matt, for, thanks, Matt, for being Shut a CBY up. going yeah. to the brewery. Yeah. Like, you know what you should do for your for your beer right I quit. now? Yeah. So, what I you mean, should do? You know what you should do? We, is, is that not one of our questions that we ask? Is that is there people CBY? that come in yeah. and always yeah. say you don't have enough IBUs in this beer, or oh, you know yeah. you should oh, do oh, this? Mr. Yeah. Master yeah. of Shadows yeah. or, at the last uh, beer fest. Oh, uh, we hear this all the time. It's you know, especially when you do different beers like the cherry vanilla ambers and the cucumber cultures that we do. Mm-hmm. You will hear every little bit of feedback. You know, there was a, right. uh, you know, so our spring seasonal, the one I remember the most definitively is I was bartending our spring seasonal. <laughs> it's a raspberry saison. So 
you know, we come in, I got a couple people in there at the start of the day, and, you know, first person comes in, they order it. They say, oh, yeah, that's, that's just way too sweet. You know, next person comes in there, oh, that's just way too dry. <laughs> you know, the next person comes in, it's just like, so is the you should uh, make out with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great response. <laughs> well, you two should make out. <laughs> you know, and like the next person walks in, it's like, so uh, how sweet is the raspberry saison? It's like, well, ask the person down there, and then ask the person down there, and come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're your Goldilocks person. It'll be yeah, just right. exactly. <laughs> we could only hope, but no, it's it's one of those things you just hear every bit of feedback. So it's like, oh, you need more of this, or oh, I need more of this, and it's because everybody tastes it differently. So right, yeah. I mean, when I taste the beers, I can only brew them to what I can personally taste. So mm-hmm. I brew them to be you know balanced as I can. So like the Krypton Ale, you know, we say cherry vanilla amber. We want you to be able to taste cherry. We want you to be able to taste vanilla. We want you to be able to taste the amber ale. Right. So. I mean, do do you pay attention to anything on Untapped? Uh, no, I pretty much ignore it for the most part. Good. That's the best Good thing call. that a brewer can yeah. do. Yeah. He pays me to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know that, but hey, I pay attention. Eric pays attention. <laughs> yeah, I know Eric pays attention. He tells me about it every now and then. <laughs> like this person said this. It's like <sighs> okay, mean tweet to the beer world. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, going on to another one because uh, you know Thrillis loves to just come up with stupid ass lists. <laughs> um, there was a article that came out where. Uh, this guy decided to put out an article where he essentially wanted to get rid of mimosas and Bloody Marys and start pairing what? and start pairing breakfast with beer. Yes, okay. um, I like them so, already. <laughs> yep. So there's a couple examples that were provided by brewers and aficionados alike. Um, uh, of course, for everybody who's out there. Uh, if you have access to some of these beers, feel free to give it a try. Uh, or send them to me and hit, I will. Hit us, hit us up on Twitter at Better on Draft or send us some pictures on Better on Draft at, at our Instagram. You know, I've been trying and really hard to mix beers in the last Find us on Surrender really. and you'll. Yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah. Swipe right. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I mixed Lizard of Cos with a shot of Fireball. That wasn't too bad. I also mixed Ooh. I mixed so, Lizard of Cause with uh, 50-50 with Miller Lite. That was actually not bad either. <laughs> wow. It really was not bad. Hey, did Wait, we make... Hold on, hold Ken, on. Kentucky oh, Beast. K- the KBS Kentucky. was Milwaukee's <laughs> best log. Yeah, the Kentucky Beast. <laughs> the Kentucky Beast. <laughs> he liked it. Oh, it he liked good. it. It was it good. It was good. Um, so so here, I want to hear this list. So here's a couple up. Oh, yeah, I guess here we go. Uh, uh, Allagash White with breakfast tacos. Uh, Crooked Stave Table Beer with French Toast. The West Westbrook White Tie with Pop-Tarts. With Pop-Tarts? With Pop-Tarts. Okay, what is, is their specific flavor? <laughs> I thought you were supposed to stop eating Pop-Tarts until like 18. Yeah, I wanted to know the flavor that of Pop-Tarts. That just sounds like they're condoning I mean, underage drinking. Right there. I mean, you got to eat. I mean, hey. You I don't eat. think I've eaten a Pop-Tart in 25 years. That's a damn shame. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't have any sugars. Uh, so chocolate cereal with rogue hazelnut brown nectar um, because everybody apparently is eating it these days. Avocado toast yeah. with wow. shells hefeweizen. What is avocado toast? It's literally mashed avocado on top of toast. Yeah. Don't go be- fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. Oh, my God. If you don't like cooking, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> oh <my God>. no. <laughs> what so, the fuck is that? <laughs> Why you can't buy a house? Dan, don't ever follow me on Snapchat. You'll be very disappointed. Uh, uh, God, I mean, why don't they just say it? It's guacamole. Yeah. Yeah. Do they not spice it? Like, well, no. That sounds like you're getting guacamole, and instead of using, you know, pita, you're using bread. Guac's a little aggressive. Just the avocado, please. Yeah, because uh, guac, you need the red onion, the tomato, the the cilantro, the lime juice. 
That's too aggressive for a breakfast meal. <laughs> just too much work early in the morning, all that icing. Avocado toast with a little pepper and sriracha. Actually, you know what I do? Oh, no, no, no. Breakfast sriracha is great. No, you know what it is? It's really good with uh, just a dabble of balsamic vinaigrette. All right, I'll try it. Goodness. <laughs> All right, going th- more through the list. Uh, omelets with Stiegel Rattler grapefruit. Okay. Uh, North Coast Old Rasputin with oatmeal. That's an aggressive morning beer. That's <laughs> the Old Rasputin. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> with oatmeal? Happy, well, happy with, Tuesday. Here's my Old Rasputin. things that people don't eat oatmeal. anymore. How is, <laughs> how is Four Loco not what you want? <laughs> four Loco and Pop-Tarts. Instead of water I've done Four Loco and Pop-Tarts. Don't try it at all. <laughs> Four loco and Fruit Loops. Four four loco. Did this article start with a caution sign? No. Wasted by nine a.m. No, no, it did not. When you plan Uh, to call into work, drink Old Rasputin (laughs) eight a.m. with your oatmeal. Uh, The last two on the the last two on the list regarding pancakes. uh, (laughs) Buttermilk pancakes with Funky Buddha, Floridian, Hefeweizen, and. Buckwheat pancakes with Oscar Blues Death by Coconut. Ooh. Also an aggressive beer. Yeah. What about Everclear with Eggos? <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Why I not? This morning. Oh, at I, that uh, point. I actually infused an M43 with Fruit Loops. I last saw night. that picture. <laughs> like How'd that work out? She had the cold press with the, it was like had the marshmallows and the dry syrup yeah, all in there and everything. You should really take like a diabetes <laughs> test. <laughs> Uh, there was a coat of sugar on the bottom of my glass. Oh my goodness! Because you were trying to make the 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 ascension version, wasn't yeah. it? Kind of the the spur torf or whatever. Yeah, I I went there the night before. We killed the keg, and it just wasn't enough. <laughs> wow! I didn't realize that. So, that have good. you been tested for your? Did you do you have a diabetes pump already? Did you have a pump I, uh, already? I woke up this morning. One eye was bulging and twitching real strange. It, oh, so it comes in a pump now. So we're going to remove Bloody so. Marys from breakfast to drink Old Rasputin. Old and Rasputin. So, I mean, I, I guess I'm, I'm I mean, from this? Are, are there any, be- I mean, have you guys had any breakfast beers? No. Like- no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think breakfast beer is just beer. Wait, breakfast beer? Yeah. What is CBS? I mean, CBS break, because yeah, we are. We are. breakfast out I mean, it's it's in the name, sure. But You know, one of my favorite drinks ever, it has a name that I'm not going to repeat. But it's beer, like uh, frozen lemonade mix. Is this Mike's vodka? Lemonade? And that's some of the best stuff you'll ever have. If you ever have a problem with your life, you mix. <laughs> like if you hate your life, drink <laughs> no. this. You'll feel better like by If you're you. having a bad day or you wake up with a really bad hangover. If your old Rasputin didn't work in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coming down for the old Rasputin. Yeah, and the OE800 just didn't work after that. It's beer. Pink frozen lemonade and vodka. You mix that up really good, and your day is going beer, off like beer, a rocket. Vodka and pink lemonade. lemonade. Is that what I'm? Oh, okay. I don't, yeah, this, this sounds I, like a cocktail. You're gonna mix and just yeah. See, pass pour out some somewhere. malt liquor into this glass and just drink it. Right. Yeah, I guess what, what I think is is kind of interesting because you know you've you've seen. These breweries that have have made beers that re- that you know make references to breakfast, and including what's not on the list is Dogfish Head's beer for breakfast, yeah. which is not on here. So do I, they get a C and D from the maker of breakfast? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> quite possibly. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. <laughs> so what about you? If if you guys had a beer to make for breakfast, is there something that you think? 
would go best. I mean, I'm sure you work really early hours sometimes, right? Uh, Is there a beer that what like, beer do you drink at six a.m.? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> well, Let's go around the table. But I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's some early mornings that you were at the brewery late at night, and you're like, "All right, well, let's just get a little bit of hair of the dog, right?" <laughs> uh, unfortunately, there is usually it's just whatever beer needs to be sampled that day to figure out where it's at. So, is there anyone that's stood out as a good breakfast beer? Um, I got to say the Kryptonale did pair really well when I was uh, going Indy 500 really earlier in the morning. I, I could drink so. this at 7 a.m. for sure. I'm going to yeah. drink some more right now. Yeah, I thought it paired really pretty well, well with the uh, bacon and eggs in the morning yeah. to nurse my hangover and get me back on pace for a good day. I mean, it, it's kind of, we laugh at it, but then you see all these lion's tailgaters that show up at 5, 6 in the morning and they're sitting there sipping Yeah, let's not lights. get started up people, those people. That's, what do you mean, those people? I'm an opening What do you mean, Degenerates. People who have nothing Better than to go to Lions game on first thing in the morning. Those people. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, Kryptonel pills great with uh, waking up. This is act- yeah. This with is waking up when <laughs> hey. But unfortunately, you didn't die last night. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just best- put it in the coffee maker. Let it filter through. Right. The best part of waking up is Kryptonel in your cup. <laughs> I'm right. You know, you really could Good just slogan for that beer. Yeah. <laughs> you really could just pour some coffee or like one of those. Like Starbucks ready mixes in here, yeah. Like oh, like that. <laughs> and you would definitely get the the uh, the uppers and the downers at the same time, and your heart might like flutter and kill it, blow itself up. <laughs> That's a monster. Right My there. heart could use a little flutter. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me when you say that, please. Oh my God, get over yourself. Wow. wow. He has a fiance. Wow. <laughs> Good lord. She's a laundry machine. You're right. <laughs> She's a laundry machine. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, go find yourself a spin cycle. <laughs> All right. Uh, going on, actually, a little bit of local love. A quick shout out to Kevin Peel and the crew at Tri City Brewing. I uh, know it's, it's been a long time since we had them all. Friend, friend of the show. show. It's been over a year. Oh, they're a friend. They won't come back. So. I'm sure they would come back. But, I mean, they're all the way up in the thumb. So, you know, we will see them. When they they do have to drive to get here. Yeah, they have to drive to get here. Saginaw? Tri-City? Yeah, yeah, Bay City, Saginaw, Midland. Yeah. Right? yeah. We're talking about Tri-City? Tri-City, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh uh, they, they kind of popped up in the news. They partnered with uh, the Craft Beer Club. And they are shipping 1,600 cases of two of their beers uh, to be part of the Beer of the Month Club. Uh, they're, they're Phoenix Golden Ale and the Phelan Irish Red. Uh, so those are on their way to California, and they're basically just going to be shipped to uh, members of the Beer of the Month Club worldwide. Uh, it was kind of interesting because looking at the article, it said that uh, he basically was, was also doing this as a process to prepare and ship large amounts for a trial run at growing distribution. So it may be that, um, well, it's already that uh, they have just signed with the distributors that are going to be sold in Wisconsin. So nice. it looks like they're going to be doing a little bit of growing, and Do they- hopefully it won't be too too hard to find their stuff. Their stuff is is pretty good, but it's like it's only was it their Dragon Slayer and what their Barrel the, Age? There was the Dragon Slayer was the Barrel Age Imperial Style. And the, what was the other one? The non Barrel like Giant Slayer or uh, something. something. Giant but Slayer. they were both amazing. Yeah. yeah, they're both amazingly good. Really underrated stout. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And, and, and it, it's funny because it's it said that they've they've been in Kroger since April. I've I've yet to walk into a Kroger. It's probably up there. It. It, it's probably it's yeah, it's probably up there. Or if you get to like the Kroger Marketplace stores that they actually have it, I, usually I, the yeah, place. I was going to say, have you? I haven't seen any of their, of their things, so I was wondering why they would go from Saginaw to Wisconsin without her having 
like try to conquer, you well, know, the local market? Are, are well, they, I mean, are you, they can, you can find Lansing? it here. They have it in Mariers by our house in Lansing. It's, I don't see it on draft a lot, but I see their bottles. Yeah. Yeah, it's I only mean, two beers, Giant Slayer and something else. Yeah. Maybe their I'm just, stout is amazing. Maybe I'm just, no, I, I you go, I'll like, fight that all day. The, the one place I, I always seem to find it is uh, Steve's Party Store in Hamtramck. He he tends to have Tri-City like every time. In the Hamtramck stand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go over to his craft beer section. Say say hi to Steve. I nice. love Steve's, it's, actually. It's a a damn good place. store. Yeah. Huge DCFC not, fan. Not to, not to rip on Hamtramck stand, but... <laughs> I had the opportunity to brew with Fermenta uh, with Tri Cities, which was really great. We made a beer for the Ypsilanti Beer Fest. Oh, nice. Was that this nice. past summer? It sure was. We made a lemon Belgian beer, and it was great. Really so, nice guys. Cool brewery. Now, you said you're part of Fermenta. Like they, They've they been on the show, Pauline, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pauline, yeah. So how do you guys – has that taken off? Like. Because when she initially kind of was launching the program or the the group, whatever, the collective, if you will, uh, she came on and talked about, like, what's the progress that you've maybe seen with Fermenta? Is all over? Pretty regular? What's going on with those girls? It's all over. I mean, a lot of it is done here in, like, the Royal Oak Detroit area because there's just a lot more people here. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, they've done collaborative brewings up north, up in, I think, Shorts did one. Tecumseh did one. Um, yeah, Tecumseh did one. Mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to either go to Tri-Cities or Dearborn. Uh, for me, in Lansing, it was an equal split between the two. It's exactly the same distance between the two for me. Um, Tri-Cities had a bigger tap room, so I opted for them. But it's really growing. Uh, their one-year anniversary is coming up at the end of September, and they're going to have a three-year anniversary party at Old Nation. They've expanded nice. more into like all fermentation beverages, right? Like wine and... Kombucha and that sort of thing, not just beer. Uh, they're trying to get everybody. Yeah, I mean, I remember market. when we were here, they were just talking about all the different classes of members, the <laughs> people who work in the industry, the supporters of that. Then there was another one for the bartenders versus the physical brewers, and then, you know, supporters. So it's fun to see groups kind of spurning off of other groups that, you know, have kind of a common interest and in kind of things coming around that because. Um, you know, beer is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be something that people can, you know, break bread with, enjoy, talk about, and just kind of reminisce. So gl- we're glad to hear that they're doing well. Uh, Pauline's yeah. pretty awesome. She's been on the show at least twice. Twice because she was twice, here with yeah. shorts, and then shorts it was first, two weeks yeah. later she was on. I yeah, think, that's with, the one I had yeah. to take the helm, and that was a really terrible project. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, that's what happens. Ken, we're all Ken should have been jailed here. for that event. <laughs> well, you know, girls like beer. Oh, yes. Mm. Girls yes. love beer. As your Everyone loves beer. Sitting beer loves beer. Right next to one who absolutely loves her beer and, you know, co-presses it with So has cereal. Fermenta ever <laughs> thought about partnering with North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan? Just There's a segue. I like, I I like what you did wow. there. No idea. <laughs> that would be a question for Pauline or Annette, who All right, well, are higher up in the group. They I are in Northville, Michigan, in case you don't know. Just <laughs> started a North food Center. On North Center Road yeah. in Northville, Michigan. So go and check them out. Try their new food menu and drink their great old beer menu. So drink their brown, the coconut yeah. brown, amazing, definitely without a doubt. What's up with you guys and browns? They're good. What's up with you not liking browns? That's right. a real question. Yeah, 
Exactly. We, we it's to... not that I don't like them. It's just not my first choice. You're like, I'd rather have my IPA and my 22 options of yeah. IPA. I'm going to yeah. cope There's just so cereal. much more to do with an IPA than there is with a non-IPA. Right. Yeah. All right, we're going to go ahead and take... You know, I'm going to get into that. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take our second break. We'll be back with the Better on Draft podcast. And we are back with the Better on Draft podcast episode Oh, what the hell? Where did that come from? Matt has the bell and he needs to get away from the bell but it is matt's turn because it is third segment and that usually means Uh-oh. when matt is here that means it is time for you five the- questions with matt bush you have the music ready do we have audio not that audio. no we get fire started <laughs> you get fire started <laughs> yeah, we get you're, gonna, fire you're gonna get fire started <laughs> you got music and you got music so let's do it all right so um Five questions. It's going to start really crazy. So we always start with geography as the first question. So, again, all these questions are to the collective, and we're going to go here. So um, as I was reading today, there's savage news coming out of Canada. Savage? Like <laughs> macho man Randy Savage? Yeah. We're getting elbow drops. Absolute, Ooh, yeah. absolute terrible news out of Canada reported today by Deadspin of all places. <laughs> okay. This sport in America... Is called soccer baseball for the, by the majority of Western Canadians. Soccer what? baseball? Kickball? Yeah. <laughs> I would say kickball. Soccer baseball? Yes, so that is correct. Canadians call kickball soccer baseball. Wait, that was a real? Okay. Yes. That's fine. What? That was the correct answer? Yes. Wow. Okay. They call kickball We're very smart. soccer baseball. Soccer kickball. <laughs> no, soccer baseball. Soccer baseball. Soccer That's baseball. right. Soccer baseball. Okay. What kind of crazy backwards So let's talk about Canada. Canada's not in the World Cup qualifiers anywhere. They haven't been for a while. Well, no, and the female are they? they are. And female but soccer. Who gives a shit about well, I mean, anyone, females. You guys, you two careers. <laughs> why does anyone give a shit about the you know, women's World Cup? We're gonna fight. I know the American, the American team, absolutely amazing. I'm not gonna lie, but it's the women's. I'll, I'll just shut up. Now. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I bury my. So yeah, I'm that's quite a big hole. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm um, going the opposite way of the hole that you just dug. The ozone layer. I did research five seconds ago. <laughs> is a roughly 50 kilometer airstream between these two spheres. Oh my god, I have Kyle. Uh, I already said I'm, I'm a looking at you guys. <laughs> Stratosphere. Uh, yes, believe that it is the, one of them. the stratosphere and the exosphere. You are incorrect. It oh. is the stratosphere and the troposphere. Troposphere. Oh. Damn it. Close. I the gave you half. Troposphere. So, troposphere. Well, I gave everybody a, a nice cold <sighs> All right. Here we go. As Rob likes to call it, his soap water. Is this it, a fro- it is frosty ass fucking. It is. It I, is I recently right. bought it from right. a party. Frosty. Um, so go ahead. Give us tasting notes as you sniff it and. Uh, God, God, oh no, it's not that. If you, if, it's, <laughs> if if it smells good, then no. <laughs> this one. Oh, it tastes yeah, good. So, <laughs> all right. It could well, have been. I don't know. Dan right. says it tastes good, so that already took but out that's like every time. I know. Every like, oh, this is an amazing beer. I, I, so I, I wish that would want, take out half the field. But I want to get. I want to get this from the brewer. So get, get, walk us through when you drink this beer. What he's are you really, he's you got this face. He's really struggling right now. <laughs> I haven't drank one of these in quite some time, so. Uh, Mike, you look like you you slum a little bit with your beer at the time. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Mike. I have. I what, how many Mortys you got over there right now? It's obviously one of these. So, is this something that tastes familiar to you? Because I think it looks like something that would taste familiar to you. 
I mean, I'm not going to. Man, not, this is not uh, good at all. Rob, Rob, you have any Whew. thoughts or, or, or feelings about the liquid that you're putting in between your lips? I mean, it's like an over-carbonated. You say soap water. This is going to be bad because Ken's yeah. not here, and I'm just like, this tastes amazing. I mean, I don't know every, how almost no. every beer that you bring out just pretty much smells and tastes like soap. So, I mean, I mean, it actually is a far more carbonated version of, you know, the actual Old Spice bar soap. <laughs> <laughs> the Old Spice Do you have, do you have any, any flavor profiles that you could give to our listeners? Malty. Okay, malty, that works. I get malt, I get corn. I'd say I get corn, I don't get really Angela, any Angela, do you have any, any thoughts or preferences on this slummy old soda? It's not made with lagers. <laughs> lager old soda. So we have two questions to ask. So if you guys would like to start thinking about what question... Uh, so a good question to ask. I mean, should, and, should we and go? And Rob's going to be the official question at, question asker because he's at the helm. Does this come in a forty? Do we want to go that route? It helps mm-hmm. because it'll either come in a twenty-four yeah. or it's going to come in a forty. It's if it doesn't come in a forty, we can narrow it down. Unless you guys have a different question that's, that's a good idea no that's all right a good narrower matt so this this uh while in a can currently does also come in a 40 Ooh. to the to the last then of that, my collection. Then that's tough like right. i said not a good idea <laughs> but most of the time it doesn't so we asked that question nine times out of a t- out of ten it doesn't it doesn't yeah that's that's kind of a first so, we can get this in the glass right. forty. So we are talking about a forty. No, what? No, no. So, I have a can, but it does. Well, you do have forty. Yes. No, you would have a thirty-two ounce can, or you have a glass forty. So. Well, no, I have a, I have a, I have a twenty-something. Yeah, but can. it also comes in a forty. It does. So a lot of times it doesn't. Yeah. So that's really tough. I don't go this far down the beer aisle usually. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you should start. Yeah. Am I the? I can't carry everyone on my bag. I've done that so many times. Yeah. This. Well, do you go down the beer aisle at all anymore? I mean, seeing yeah, as you make good your question, own actually. Do actually, you have a reason <laughs> to? What was the uh, last beer that you bought that wasn't yours? Oh. What's the last malt liquor you bought that ever? <laughs> well, see, I don't think I've ever actually bought yeah. malt liquor. The only time I've had some, it was right. free. He's out. He's out. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's true. The, the new one. I love that DKML. KDML? Yeah. yeah so love it. Terrible. Uh, so we've got another question. Got another Dick one. Kicker Malt Liquor. It's awesome. It's we've got another question. And it does come in a 40. It does come in a 40. It does come in a 40. So just and we're, we're talking malt liquor like He's got a can, so it comes in both. Yes, that is true. At least two different variants. So I've right. seen variants of pretty much everything, but they're kind of rare. Like I've seen cans of King Cobra, but I'll they're rare. You, I'll give you a clue. I've seen. Uh, that no, should, no, that that's, should not be your question. Yeah. I'll give you a clue, though. Yeah, I was thinking the same, though. <laughs> part, part of the name of this beer is a very terrible action movie. Interesting. God, I have no idea. Part of this beer's name shares its name with a very terrible action film. Terrible action film. There's been so many. I mean, there's. Wait a minute. Yes, Rob. Oh my goodness gracious! I feel I, like someone's listening and screaming no. the answer right now. Oh, I know. Because no. people calling. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, I'm just gonna throw this right at Dan. Yeah. Could it be possible that this is King Cobra? No, it's too sweet for him. What? <laughs> yes, he's, he's because Cobra is a very terrible action movie with Sylvester yeah. Stallone. Oh, okay. 
Okay. But where have you seen King Cobra? The last time I saw King Cobra in a can was in Mount Clemens, and it was over 10 years ago. <laughs> um, no, that's not accurate. That King- last time I okay, personally yeah. saw it. King Cobra in a can is all over Warren as well. And Detroit. It tastes a little too <laughs> sweet to be King Cobra. What about you guys? What kind of... What kind of, uh, when you do go get your dollar, two dollar cans of beer, what you- size, <laughs> when you see them in Warren, what size do they come in? Are they got to be 24? Typically, the, the, the King Cobra? Yeah. 25s, yeah. The plus the bonus. Yeah, because yeah. it's a fun problem. What, what, up in Lansing, what kind of uh, budget beers are you guys drinking up there? I feel really bad because I'm not poor anymore, so I don't. <laughs> oh, you don't have to be uh, poor man. to drink malt liquor. It's. I, I mean, this dude, this dude was bringing like, King Cobras on yeah. every show, like oh, like it weeks was between out. that and, and Newcastle. Yeah, I, yeah. I chose. So growing up in second. Flint, our college bar did dollar pitchers of PBR. Was that the loft? No, it was Churchill's. So yeah, I drank my twenties through PBR. What what kind Sounds of margin like do you make in a dollar pitcher? <laughs> <laughs> like a minus ten. Yeah, are that you, you basically paying people to get that? Wow. That's what we call a lost leader. Yeah. Where else could you get wrecked for three bucks? It was fantastic. <laughs> I could get wrecked for three dollars. That's really like the Flint catchphrase. Well, right. In Flint, you can get wrecked a, f- a lot of things on three dollars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> all, right, all right. So with with our next question, I mean, should we now that he's given us the hint of a bad action movie? I have should. No. I mean, it's like should we go toward the beer angle or the action movie angle and try and get the reference? The worst part about this, I've probably seen like twenty movies in my lifetime. What? And what? None of them wow! Don't you have Netflix? Like, right? Twenty? What do you what do, do you with do your time? Night? I know. You I don't watch drinks. movies, but You've I watch been sitting here like well, basically binging on How I Met Your Mother. Well, that's all I've done for the past six months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how many times you got to see You've been binging for six this. months. I've seen Old press a kid you know, cereal you know, on some beer. Students and workers don't have that much time. I've seen Freddy vs. Jason twenty times. Okay. Wow. I've never seen it. That's an off-air conversation. Real question. See, and the thing is, is like at least the bad action movies that I have stuck in my head still is like Cobra and Last Action Hero. Uh, and, think and, um, sent in the last fifteen years. In the last fifteen years. So should we do the Brood in America or? This is a tough one. Yeah, him no. seeing is in a forty and in a can. That uh, makes it tough. I know. If he says, say, like, no, this it's only a 40. It's beer you've ever brought. I already actually drank all It's this. delicious. <laughs> I've almost finished mine, too. How are you guys sharing. doing? You got you, you you some Would you like some extra? <laughs> I'm slowly. Is this, something, <laughs> is this something you would clone and, and sell at your brewery? I would not. I would not. <laughs> Probably Why not? not you know? Why not? You need a malt liquor series. I mean, you, you need guys someone. like me come in. That's not he's a trend like, I want to change. I mean, like, no. like, no. I gotta sell that beer. I don't want to. I don't know. You've liked a lot of other beers tonight, so I think it's, you'll be fine without it. It's it. a trend that's happening. I mean, you've got you've got Dark Horse and their collab with the you know the German hobo, and now you got Founders with DKML. You know, I told you I'm offended by you calling me a German hobo every week. Yep. I, I have no problem oh with that God. at all. You know, and, and Rob is offended by nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nothing at all. You know, no sweet potato pie. No sweet potato. <laughs> pie. No. <laughs> yeah, we didn't break out the, the soul food comments to the one black guy in the room. <laughs> it had nothing to do with it. 
Oh, the racism is coming into it. Oh, not to be racist, Rob. How do you feel about sweet potato pie? No, he's going on about his love for sweet potato It's not. <laughs> That's just good common taste. Right, sweet potato pie, good. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, we, we need another right, question. We need another, we need another question here. So I'm at um, a loss um, for this. Here in the, it's in a 40. We normally get that eliminated. Like, right I know, away. I know. That's what's what going to throw me Matt's off. It's like, no, oh, we get this in a 40. You're like, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, it doesn't. It doesn't taste all that crisp like a lager usually would. So it doesn't taste no. like a lager. So yeah. that helps you guys narrow it down. But uh, if you ideas have ideas, I throw them out. I mean, part of this too. The yeah. liquor I ever drank was like forties and Mickey's. That was mine. Mickey's is amazing, and that does come in multiple. Well, let's pump the brakes. <laughs> but we need to know it's not amazing. Not. The best part of Mickey's is a little cloner hey, cap. Otherwise, it, it becomes in the forty. Just, I probably love it. It just tastes like sorrow. I thought the whole point of Mickey's was to tape it to your hands and play a game with your friends. Oh, you're talking about every forty hands. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. One day we're gonna play that game on air, and I'm gonna whoop everyone's <laughs> ass. Uh, I can I would like tell. Oh no, I wish you would because it'd be fun. Because if you're good at it too, it'd be epic. Because I can down 140 in about a minute and a half. Tell me which day, and I'll be sure to take an Uber. No, no, we're in, no, I'm totally from Brown Iron Brew House. We'll do it for episode 100. We'll do it for episode 100. I'm down. All right. I think you have break a episode 100 is two weeks. I'll break the bank and Uber down. It's like three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. That's right. All right. So, 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 what are so? I mean, are we gonna go U.S. Canada? I mean, that's a good idea. Seems like that's all we've got. God, that is all we have. So. Could be a Mexican. True. No, I Mexican mean, for beer. what? Beer. Mexican beer forty beer. All right, <laughs> Matt. Is this beer brewed in the United States? No. So. Ah. All right. And it comes in a forty. Comes so in that a makes forty. There's no what European beer. Oh. There's no European. There's no Mexican beer in a forty. I think Soul comes in a forty, but this isn't Soul. Some, I'm just saying. Can't, you, I don't know, that's stuff like, can't you get Corona on a 40? That's no, what I was going to think. A familiar, which we've had on the show. 24, No, they have, they, they have the 39 ounce. Or the 32 <laughs> ounce. Oh, uh, familiar. Okay, no, the big bottle. Right. Okay. So, true. so then we're... What do you guys, what do you guys think? Mexico. Uh, Mexico. Mexico. Is that in full? Is it? Okay, I, I don't. Can you get Tecate in a? You can get Tecate in a four. Okay, I would just put it this way. It, it's no, a Cana- you have a Canadian beer in my pocket. Oh, okay. so okay. You have like I have only Canadian beer I know is Molson. You have like right? five different well, Like Molson, Le- there's Molson and Labatt are the two biggest ones. But I mean, <laughs> those are action I unfo- movies. I unfortunately had to drink some of that the because Molson everybody I play hockey movie, with always yeah. brings Molson <laughs> and Labatt, and this doesn't have anywhere near the sulfur content of uh, those beers. So think. Um, Big action movie, Canadian action movies. Look out for the Labatt action. I can only imagine uh, an action Canadian movie. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, are are we talking like certified, like Rotten Tomatoes bad, or just bad based on your own critique? I'll tell you what. I'll look at its Rotten Tomatoes right now. (laughs) (laughs) Not that that's gonna help, but you know, it could be some some movie that I actually think was pretty good. And we're going to be pissed off because then I'm, I'm not... I'm 100% sure you would not is think this movie is this the one good. with, uh... It's that goddamn guy with the, with the ponytail, the karate guy. <laughs> nope, you're not thinking of the right movie. <laughs> no, you're like, like you, you knew what I was talking like right off about. the bat, no. <laughs> All right, it's, it's got a 48 on Rotten Tomatoes and an audience score of 58. Is it Hard Impact or Cradle of the Grave? You think it's like Double Impact? All right, so the critic consensus says it has an endearing lack of seriousness. An actor 
has more than enough muscle for the starting role, but ultimately title is missing opportunity to breathe new life into this genre. Oh my god, I have no idea. I feel idea. like that means Sylvester Stallone is the star. <laughs> <laughs> right. Steven Seagal, who is that? Uh, Alright, yeah, we need to pick a beer. Just, let's just pick one. No I'm, I, I'm at a complete loss here. Oh, it's Triple X. Wilson Triple X. Wow, Wilson. Wow. Oh. I didn't even know they still made that. I didn't either. You know, great. this is an eye-opening wow. experience. Wow. Great job. But you were right. That it is a Molson beer. <laughs> yeah. Molson Triple X. I hate to say I need I one. never would have thought of that movie when we were talking about it. No. Wow. All right. So, um, so question number four. Um, I like to play a little game called Get to Know Your Host. If you if you were to name a beer after yourself, what style would it be, and what would you call it? I already have a beer named after me. Oh, excuse us. Oh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I forget. Uh, I forget who who makes it. It is, it is actually called Everett, and, and, I, and I can't remember who the hell makes so Farmstead? it. Farmstead? Yes, Farmstead. Yeah. That's right. Okay, but I meant like you personally. But I mean, yeah, you, I'm just, if you want to just cop out, Dan? Do you have a? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, it'd obviously be a malt liquor. Called Ghetto Dance Malt Liquor? No, it'd have to be like the Big Machine. Oh, we could have a Big Machine Brown. That'd be kind of good, but... Ghetto Machine Brown? Yeah. Brown Malt Liquor? Malt Liquor would be good. That's good. So, I mean, you, you, I mean, you guys typically actually physically get paid to make and name beers, so... Do you have something in the Pipeworks that you'd like to announce here for the first time ever on the show? <laughs> Well, naming the beer is the worst part about making the beer. Well, you, think of all these, you think of all these great names, and then you go to look it up, and it's like, oh, that was taken by this brewery, this brewery, and this brewery. Like, well, crap. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we're actually still trying to name the Blood Orange Hefeweizen and that we just put into kegs earlier this week. Damn. So we got a little bit of time before we tap it, but we're still actually trying to name that so, guy. Tweet at us possible names. You'll get credit. Yeah. Woo. At Better on Draft. Or at Ozone Brew House. Yes. Yeah, what's our yes. Twitter handle? <laughs> at, at Ozone's Brewhouse. <laughs> at Ozone's Brewhouse. If you Twitter, Instagram. Are, are you on the Twitter? <laughs> on the on the MyFace and the Twitter machines. Yes. <laughs> and the face place. If you could name a beer after yourself in a style, what would you call it? So I have a mug club at Ozone's before I started working there. And my name is Katie, so my mug name is Intox Katie. Nice. Which I think is fantastic. So that would be my beer name, and it would be a stout because, yeah, I like those. Those are great. Yeah. Good choice. Solid all around. <laughs> Angelina. Ah, uh, man, this is tough. <laughs> I uh, I have no name. I have no name ready, but I would say it's, it'd be something like uh, something involving giggles and gozas. Giggles, giggles and gozas. That, that was, what? That was some of what? summer 2017. Giggles and gozas. That's a great. <laughs> what? Fantastic. Yeah, that's a I mean, do I just quit? Right? Do I just like like yeah. mic drop now? Mic drop. You head out. Just, like, do I just like? No. What do, you, what do you got? What do you got? Well, I've uh, recently had a a life affirming moment where my favorite style of beer is no longer the Kolsch, but it's it's. Was it the cucumber Kolsch? No, it's no longer the Kolsch. My new favorite beer is the Berliner Weiss. Oh. So I've got a couple of things. I would either call it. Ich bin ein Berliner Weiss, kind of a JFK reference, but I'm sure that's already taken. It's, it's been I'm already taken. Sure uh, yeah, yeah, same thing. I'm sure that's. Gone. But it's got a, My beer would be like, uh, 
I, I want to do like an Imperial Berliner Weiss because Berliner Weiss are typically like high threes, like three to yeah. seven, or three seven to three nine. So I would go like, that's too much bush or something like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> it'd be an Imperial Berliner Weiss. Oh my God, no, that's a great <laughs> <laughs> And that would just kind of... <laughs> No, I, or my, we or my, need to, we need to get on that name. Uh, <laughs> or yeah, too much. And too then much. okay, <laughs> um, too too much. Or or if it's like like the triple, uh, my code name is Chief Holla, so it'd be Chief Holla at the Moon. You know, get really get really crunk. I mean, it's it's no get really it's no, crunk. crunk. It's no <laughs> Captain Crunk, but cinnamon toast crunk. Cinnamon toast crunk. Yeah. All right, Captain sorry, crunk Captain Crunk. Captain Crunk is great too. Yeah, though. yeah. Captain. With crunk berries. Oh, Ooh. Captain Crunk with crunk. There you go. There now you go. more crunk berries. All right, so I don't know like if that. any of you guys have been in pop culture or social media in the last four to two years. Uh, but apparently there's a fight going on tomorrow. Yes, there is. It's got one guy. There's a fight tomorrow? There's yeah. got a guy who's never fought versus a guy that doesn't really fight. Um, so Floyd Money Mayweather <laughs> is 49-0, but it's he's only never lost because he's never really fought. And then yes. Colin I'll, I'll, yeah, Conor McGregor. I'll argue on that. Colin, yeah. Colin Conor McGregor, Connor. who is a UFC fighter, who is joining boxing just for this one fight. Allegedly. Can we put some money on this? Can I start with so this? So the odds are currently minus 300 for Floyd, Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, which means you have to for every $3 you bet, you only get $1 back. However, yep. Connor is plus 400 so every dollar you bet on Connor, you get $4 back. So I don't really care who you think is going to win. I think this is going to be a BS, really boring move. Boring. It's going to be a boring movie, too. But uh, I guess <laughs> yeah. have a love story in between and they'll break up because they'll be pissed off at the other. If, if McGregor wins this fight, it's fixed. End of story. <laughs> there's no yeah. one. No, there's no other way to explain this. No, Dude, no, there isn't. Mayweather is undefeated, as boring as he is. Even Marco Maidana took him to the fucking limit, and I think Maidana won that fight, but the judges said otherwise. Mm-hmm. If. If McGregor wins, it's fixed. There's McGregor's never had a box. He's never had a box. Right, right. He's Irish, so they he gets drunk and fight it all the time. <laughs> okay, that's oh, one wow. thing. Wow. Boxing, hey, boxing wow. is a whole different game. Whole different. Exactly, game. and and Mayweather knows the system. He Mayweather's knows. He knows one how guy to play. In the last ten years that can <laughs> fight him, and that's it. Mayweather is that good, and I hate Floyd Mayweather. I think he's a cancer to society. <laughs> <laughs> Tell is. us how you really feel. He he's an awful no person. But yeah. when it comes to boxing, he is that good. All right, and, so it's going to yeah. be on at Bru- Ozone's Brew House tomorrow. If you didn't know, so go up to North. So you guys are showing the, the district. Fight? <laughs> no, uh, I wasn't. I guess if he's paying for it. Yeah. So, do you guys, are you guys at all averse to the, the to the fight game at all? Do you guys? Have thoughts about boxing versus MMA, or what you guys might? I can't see how Floyd doesn't win. No, yeah. I guess like taking Shaq and be like, "Hey, go play yeah. football." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is it's like really tough. Seven three and he'll like be good. Four hundred pounds. He'll, but oh, he'll yeah. be, be good. The best. But no, but you can sit in the end zone and catch touchdowns. Well, that's he's going to get well, that. He's got to run see, there. Have you seen the cornerbacks and the vertical they have? Yeah. 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 He's, he's going to get that first hit, and he's like, nah, yeah. nah. And then and all of a sudden, <laughs> he's, he's really going. These go one hundred and fifty pound D backs are going to knock off Shaq. I would take Shaq now. as my tight end. He's going to take forty five. He's going to take jump really high. Shaq is going to take one hit in the back, and then all of a sudden, he's going to be doing another icy hot commercial. 
Hell no. Well, he's already got the ICI going. Or general commercial. Right, right. The general will pop up, and all of a sudden, there'll be some sort of life insurance or something. No. Do you guys have any thoughts on fighting on grown men without shirts? Grown men without shirts. Grown men. How do you feel? Wait a second. What did I They wear tiny little underwear and grab each other. Yes. yes I'm, I am, I'm down for that. that. That's more the wrestling aspect than it is. <laughs> yeah. Rob, Rob, do you have any thoughts on the impending fight tomorrow? Um, I feel like they, they are just going to milk the ever-loving shit out of it, and I would not be surprised if it actually went the distance. I'll be shocked. Oh, it might. I think it'll go the distance. I, I, I think Mayweather is going to just completely play with him. He has a style of where his only job is is like an Olympic fighter. Defense. He wants to go. Yeah. He gets points. He gets points. He's technical, and he, he will strike and back up. And he will make sure... He wants to make sure that everybody gets their money's worth. Because if, so, if he were Tyson... When was the last time Floyd Mayweather gave anyone their money's worth? Actually, it was Maidana, the first Maidana yeah, but that fight. Was like six for for years people ago. who that actually was, love and, uh, technical Canelo fighting... Fight was pretty good, too. <laughs> Manny Pacquiao was terrible. No, I said Canelo, not Pacquiao. Yeah, but that was... Yeah, no, Canelo gave him his best fight. Canelo, if Canelo fought him today, Canelo would knock him out in probably two rounds. Canelo was like 22, but... Go ahead. Sorry. No, Kyle, I don't want to get deep into boxing. <laughs> right. No one, I'm the only boxing. Oh, no, the whole thing is disappointing for me because I'm actually out 10 bucks on this thing pretty much already because <laughs> my friend, you know, a long time ago, was like, all right, who wants to put money on the McGregor Mayweather fight? I'm like, yeah, I'll put 10 bucks on McGregor. At that time, I didn't know he couldn't use MMA. I didn't know it was just a boxing <laughs> match. Oh, God. And now I'm just like, oh, it's just a boxing match. So the guy who's making his pro boxing debut is going to beat the guy who's never lost before? Like Mayweather, he's so fast. He's just going to jab back up, jab back up, just like you said. I right. mean, he's, he's so quick. That's he can Mayweather's, dodge punches like crazy. That's his it's style. So I mean, it moves. My, that's it. My, my 30 second uh, monologue on this is I think it's going to go to about round nine or 10. And I think, uh, you know, boxing is five, uh, 12 three minute rounds, which is 36 minutes, versus the five five minute rounds in MMA. Right. So Connor's going to be gassed after about 26 to 28 minutes. And I think he's going to be frustrated towards the end of that. So I think he's going to overextend himself and probably catch something in round at the end of round nine, beginning of round 10. I think, so I think he's going to come out, out. I think he's going to come out swinging at the beginning of round 10. Yeah. Cause he's over his time limit. He's going to be tired. He's going to say, all right, let's just do this already. He's going to overextend himself and he's going to catch an uppercut or something to the right. <laughs> And he's just going to go night night, right? Okay. I, I well, think I mean, Mayweather's going to win, right? I think oh, he's yeah. going to knock him out. Yeah, I yeah. think the only way knock that, out in ten. The only way that it's going to end early is if, by some chance, McGregor catches him, and oh, yeah. if he and if he actually catches him in the, like a, a good body Mayweather's shot, been then Mayweather's going to be like, all right. You know, I, I'm tired of fucking with you. Screw yeah. this. Well, I'm taking my two hundred million. I'm leaving. And he'll turn on early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Mayweather's going to get knocked out early. There's I think no way. I, I think Dude. regardless, I, I think Mayweather's probably got money on this. But <laughs> I know. He's I really, he bet on McGregor? No, oh, no. He bet, shit. He's yeah. going to bet on yeah. himself. Yeah. Is this like that South Park, <laughs> yeah. like that South Park <laughs> episode? He's, he's betting on himself. Yeah. He, <laughs> bet, he bet on McGregor is going to take a dime. The, the only <laughs> way to beat his tax problem. I mean, I thought the, the, the story already came The story already came out that, Mag, that uh, Mayweather was, was putting you know a $10 million bet on himself. 
I, oh, I, I went bad. The other guy just <laughs> fall. Oh, I yeah, I just, just fall down. Like, oh, look yeah. at that. I'm One done, guys. Shot. Sorry. Like, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't think there'll be a knockout. I'm probably cynical. I think it's. I don't. There's gonna be a rematch. No. So I don't, I don't think anybody's gonna get knocked out. No. The, no. the best bet the is upset. a unanimous decision yeah. after the full fight. That's the yeah. best bet right now. Yeah. So everyone, as because I'm if there's a split phone. decision, the one judge that votes for McGregor is gonna be ran out of town. You'll find him. He's gonna look worse than Nicole Brown. He'll be the Allstate commercial ref getting chased out of town. Wow. What? Too soon. Damn. Too soon. What? 23 years later. I'm gonna go pick up OJ next month. Yeah, I know you What in the ever loving hell, man? Oh, All right, so let's round this back. Let's uh, try to land this drunk plane. <laughs> or this soul plane, if you will. Snoop, Snoop is behind. Let's get one last yeah. shot. Out. Let's talk about Ozone's Brewery. Where are you guys? Give us an address, a location, where to find you. So we are at uh, 305 Beaver Street, Lansing, Michigan, 48906. Did you giggle at Beaver Street? I <laughs> did. <laughs> 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 trying to figure out the best way to do all the entire thing. but uh, So we're on the corner of uh, Turner and Beaver Street. Uh, we're in Old Town, Lansing. So. If you don't make a shirt out of Turner and Beaver here, I'm just going to I'm gonna get a severe disappointed. Oh, good Lord. Oh, it sounds like we might have to now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got to do that. You should have a spinning beaver at the top of your tap handle. A spinning beaver? Don't, yeah, don't take his advice. No, no. Sounds expensive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Facebook? You guys do Facebook.com? Yep, yep. we're on Facebook. Uh, we're now on Twitter. Um, we're also Ozone's now Brewhouse, on Instagram. Uh, Instagram and Twitter. Nice. Instagram. And then our I'd website like is just uh, ozonesbrewhouse.com. So. Yeah. I'd like to say that Mike uses his iPhone 4 to update the Twitter account. Yeah. iPhone 4. Those things still exist. As long, hey, as long as it still works. Does it flip? As long as it still works. It doesn't flip. That's, that's <laughs> some risk. It's up. Get Prestige. it right. It's like, it's like the chocolate. Get it right. Get it tight. Uh, it still works. So yeah, we, we've, clipping everything for So it. I know we, we've got uh, the Fall Beer Fest that's coming up pretty soon. Are you guys going to be there? Yeah, we are going to be there. I'm um, actually pretty excited for it. Um, Is that yeah. your first beer fest? Wait, can you specify no, fall beer no, fest they, in the oh, UP? Yeah, or in UP, 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 UP oh, fall that's fest. awesome. Okay, are you guys They're also doing summer. Detroit? Yep. Or? yep. Yeah, we're doing that one as well. Yep. We're doing all the guild festivals. Um, so I've heard a lot of great things about UP fall fest. And from a very selfish standpoint, I really want to go mountain biking up there. So <laughs> nice. one of the main reasons we're going up there. Nice. But all right. Uh, I've heard great things about the festival, and I'm really excited for it. So Good. Awesome. All right. So that is going to wrap it up for the podcast. Thank you. To Katie, Kyle, Mike, you got everybody Thank from from so Ozone's Brew House. Thank you for coming on. Um, obviously, Angela, Dan, Matt, and myself, yes. and you know our of course our sponsors. You know Brown Iron Brew House. Who? Um, Satuna Liquor, Satuna Liquor, <laughs> and North Center Brewing. And no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's better on draft. Better on draft. Take care. <laughs>